I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. to the republic for which it stands under God indivisible with liberty and justice for all It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no. Not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply. Refuse to show vaccine passports. Refuse to wear a mask. Refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. Christ is my commanding officer. The Holy Bible is my code of conduct. Faith, prayer, and the Word are my weapons of warfare. I have been taught by the Holy Spirit, trained by experience, tried by adversity, and tested by fire. I am a volunteer in this army. I am enlisted for eternity. I will not get out, sell out, be talked out, or pushed out. I am a soldier. I am not a baby. I do not need to be pampered, petted, primed up, pumped up, picked up, 
are pepped up because I am a soldier. No one has to call me, remind me, write me, visit me, entice me, or lure me because I am a soldier. No one has to send me flowers, gifts, food, cards, candy, or give me handouts. I do not need to be cuddled, cradled, cared for, or catered to. I am committed. I am a soldier. I cannot be discouraged enough to turn me aside. I cannot lose enough to cause me to quit. I will win. I am more than a conqueror. I will always triumph. I can do all things through Christ which strengthened me. Devils cannot defeat me. People cannot disillusion me. Weather cannot weary me. Sickness cannot stop me. Battles cannot beat me. Money cannot buy me. Governments cannot silence me. And hell cannot handle me. I am a soldier. Even death cannot destroy me. For when my commander calls me from this battlefield, he will promote me to captain and then allow me to rule with him. I am a soldier in the army. I am marching. I am claiming victory. I will not give up. I will not turn around. I am a soldier. dream the other night. I didn't understand. A figure walking through the mist with a rifle in his hand. His clothes were torn and dirty as he stood there by the bed. He took off his three-cornered hat and speaking low, he said, We fought a revolution to secure your liberty. We wrote the Constitution as a shield from tyranny. For future generations, this legacy we gave to make you the land of the free and home of the brave. The freedoms we secured for you, we thought you'd always keep. But tyrants labor endlessly. While your parents were asleep, now your freedom's gone. Your courage is lost. You're no more than a slave in your land of the free and home of the brave. You buy permits to travel, permits to own a gun, permits to start a business or build a place for one. On land you think you own, you pay your yearly rent. But you don't have a voice in saying how that money's spent. Now your children attend a school that doesn't educate, and your Christian values can't be taught according to the state. You read about your current news in a regulated press and pay more taxes than you owe to that thing called IRS. Your money's no longer made of silver or of gold. You trade your wealth for paper so your life can be controlled. And you pay for crimes that make your nation turn from God in shame. Now you've taken Satan's number and traded in your name. You give your government control to those who could do you harm. So they could padlock churches and steal the family farm. 
and keep the nation deep in debt while putting men of faith in jail and then harass your fellow countrymen while your corrupt courts prevail? Your public servants don't uphold the solemn oaths they've sworn and now your daughters visit doctors so their children won't be born. You send guns and artillery to foreign shore and then you send your youth to slaughter fighting other people's wars. Could you regain the freedoms for which we fought and died? Or have you lost your courage and your faith to stand with pride? Are there no more values for which you fight to save? Or do you wish your children to live in fear and be a slave? And people of this republic, it's time to rise and take a stand. Defend the Constitution, the supreme law of your land. Preserve your great republic and every God-given right. And let us pray to God to keep that torch of freedom burning bright. Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. I know why you're here, Neil. I know what you've been doing. I know why you hardly sleep. Why you live alone and why night after night you sit at your computer. You're looking for him. I know because I was once looking for the same thing. And when he found me, he told me I wasn't really looking for him. I was looking for an answer. It's the question that drives us near. It's the question that brought you here. You know the question, just as I did. Well, you know, Johnny always wore black, and he uh, he wore black because he identified with the the poor and the uh, and the, and, the, and the downtrodden. You can run on. For a long time, run on for a long time, run on for a long time. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Go tell that long tongue liar, go and tell that midnight rider, tell the rambler, the gambler, the backbiter, tell him that God's gonna cut him down. Tell him that God's gonna. Cut him down Well, my goodness gracious, let me tell you the news My head's been wet with the midnight dew I've been down on bended knee Talking to the man from Galilee He spoke to me with a voice so sweet I thought I heard the shuffle of angels sweet He called my name and my heart stood still When he said, John, go do my will Go tell that long-tongued liar Go and tell that midnight rider Tell the rambler, the gambler, the backbiter Tell him that God's gonna cut him down Tell him that God's gonna cut him down You can run on for a long time Run on for a long time Run on for a long time Sooner or later, gotta cut you down Sooner or later, gotta cut you down 
Well, you may throw your rock, hide your hand Working in the dark against your fellow man But as sure as God made black and white What's done in the dark will be brought to the light You can run on for a long time Run on for a long time Run on for a long time Sooner or later, gotta cut you down Sooner or later, gotta cut you down Go tell that long-tongued liar Go and tell that midnight rider Tell the rambler, the gambler, the backbiter Tell him that God's gonna cut you down Tell him that God's gonna cut you down Tell him that God's gonna cut you down to another edition of true spiracy true spiracy number 74 74 the die is cast yes sounds like god's gonna cut us down um kind of there's a reason why i'm wearing the star wars galaxy's end t-shirt today there is there what is, is what is the reason um, dying to know i i think they're gonna pop in a fake alien invasion to cover up god returning hmm. it's a good theory yeah i mean they've been prepping us for it for a long time so well we got a bit of a I guess a boggler today, but either way, a boggler. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Boggler. Is that a new word? Is that something for the mixionary? Yes, that is for the mixionary. All right. It's Tara, Tara, you here? We need it. We need it. Put a, it in the mixionary. Goes in the mixionary. A boggler. A boggler. What's a boggler, babe? It's a boggler. It's a head bobbler. It makes your head turn. Okay. A so, boggler. <laughs> a boggler. Today. You are boggled. You will be boggled because we're going to ask you what y'all want to talk about. Mm -hmm. So it's up to you. What do you guys want to talk about? <clears throat> We're clean out. We finished Jubilees. We did finish. I knew we, we finished Jubilees. Mm -hmm. Jubilees is done. We can move on to the book of Jasher and uh, the book of Adam and Eve and the, the rest those of the are Apocrypha. still in the Apocrypha. So yeah. we still have those to go in the Apocrypha. So mm -hmm. we still have a little bit left, a couple mm -hmm. more books that we got to get through. But mm -hmm. we thought we'd have a little bit of fun today instead. Yeah. So exciting news very exciting news electrofreedom.com opened yesterday went live so uh we've got a few orders in and one of our amazing listeners across the pond understands that shipping to the uk is going to be insane so uh instead of me shipping him electroculture rods and this is something that i will offer for anyone overseas um he actually, he, he said, pay it forward. So he PayPal'd me and he asked me to give out some uh, electroculture rods to our best listeners. So we, he and I came up with a plan. So uh, I already, I have a promo code going just for y'all called Wolfpack. So if you go to electrofreedom.com, no minimum purchase, you can buy a $2, a single $2 green thumb get 20% off your purchase. And the first 10 people to use the promo code Wolfpack get a brand new 24 inch, which isn't even on the site yet. It is a brand new product. It's just coming out. I had already planned for it. And I'm calling it the Brit in his honor. So a 24 inch Brit, first 10 people to use the promo code Wolfca Wolfpack at electrofreedom.com get a 24 inch Brit. I was kind of hoping we could call that the free. red coat. <laughs> I mean, I can call it the red coat. I mean, I because change the name. You know, I the, haven't come out with it yet. The red coat is today. I don't think would carry with it what it did back then. True. 
Back True. then, the red coat was it was it was hardcore. It was it was hardcore. It like was we joke. hated red coats. But now, well, I mean, Britain's going through the same shit we're going through. I mean, really, we could call it the red coat again and go back to what it is. Mm-hmm. And they still wear a red coated uniform for him, for our, our amazing listener across the pond. I am um, putting together a series of videos. There's no Brit man that big. <laughs> hey, that was a uh, British woman that said that that was not an American woman. And uh, Clary Lou, you're probably um, right. There is no British man that that's that that is that big. Uh, but. I'll be putting together a series of videos on how to build your own. I mean, you're, you're welcome to go back and dig through the old Freedom Garden shows and find out for yourself. You you know you don't you don't have to pay for it. It's already out there for free. Uh, there's plenty of videos on how to do it. But if how about you, how if about we support how about it, we do this because we can't send sticks overseas. Yeah. What we can do is put everything together in a bag. And send like the copper wire already cut, pre-cut. Mm-hmm. All you got to do is find a stick, wrap drill a hole in it, yep. and then wrap it. And that's it. That's all you got to do. Yeah. Because um, we'll even send you a little drill bit. Claire, you can absolutely pay shipping up front. Um, that's that's really not an issue. So uh, I don't I don't have international markets set up on the store yet. But I mean, you and I can can work it out outside of that. So that's not a big deal. Um, I mean, I can, I can send them cause they're, you know, they're sanded and they're tongue oiled. So they're not considered live wood anymore. Even though if you put copper around it, it, you, you may end up with a crepe myrtle in, in England. Um, <laughs> no matter how old it is or a princess tree or or a sweet gum maple <laughs> which i don't think they have in england so. i don't think so either that would be interesting um, but uh but yeah but um i'm working on some some various packages for our our listeners across the the pond because it's important for y'all to grow your own food too so um so yeah anyway and apparently we've been cited Oh yeah. Yeah. County sent a letter. Yeah. Which interesting. Cause wait, hold on. I'm going to go get, it. I'm going to go get it. You, you talk. You, you rant on. Why? Well, my, my blood pressure is going to go through the roof. Uh, just talking about this. Cause I can't wait for this court date. I'm going to go in there and we'll light this judge up with everything about freedom and the constitution and the ability that I can do on my land, whatever the fuck I choose to do. And who are you to regulate what I do? Okay, so and who are you to take care of my family? If you guys remember in the first violation letter that we got, it said, uh, a recent inspection on your property revealed that your property is in violation of the following county code and ordinances. Required actions. Animals must be removed or relocated from the property. A citation will follow this warning letter of compliance is not met. Uh, farm animals not allowed in residential zoning district. And then compliance by September 1st. The concrete mailbox is down in need of repair. And uh, the address shall be on the home and visible from the road, which all of that is. I don't have a concrete mailbox. Our mailbox is a regular mailbox at the road and the number is visible and the number on the house is visible. So that's all bullshit, right? Uh, warning, 15 days to clear foreign animals, 30 days for mailboxes noted. Fine. Okay. Then, yesterday, now this was sent out September 20th, okay, which was just a couple days after the neighbor across the street screamed at me and then we went ahead and put up the fence. And it said, uh, section 114 to 511, farm animals not allowed in residential zoning district. Magistrate court will assign your date. So we have got a co- code enforcement citation. And the magistrate court is apparently 
going to assign our date. Please also include, oh, 304. Okay. So please also include the exterior structure. Um, okay. And the, the address on the home. So they're asking to include that as well, even though it's, it's clearly visible, mm -hmm. so, which means they never even came back here to look. Nope. Never once. Nope. So, um, this is going to be interesting because the address is clearly visible in the front of the house. The number is clearly visible in the front of the house. The mailbox is number is clearly visible on the mailbox, which is on the street, which is on the street. And, um, yeah. So, and we have almost three acres. So on Tuesday, we will be registering this property as mama H's farm for better tomorrow, a nonprofit bioregenerative farm. That is a refuge for animals and people. And then they can kiss my ass because then I can register all the chickens as service animals. I can register every fucking animal on this on, the, on this property as a service animal. I could register the goddamn gator as a service animal if I wanted to, and they can't do a damn thing about it. So. Done. Mm-hmm. Yep. We so, have a plan. We so, already worked it out. All right. So you guys want to talk about angels and aliens. All right. Well, here you go. Angels and aliens. Your theory, your Star Wars theory? No, no, that literally says angels, and then uh, Lindsay said angels and aliens. Um, I'm gonna go out there with a big hump on my back, Clary Lou, and I'm gonna go sanctuary. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Gabriel came back on Monday, last Monday, and Tuesday, and Wednesday, and Thursday. <laughs> Didn't come on Friday, but he bugged me all fucking week. And one thing he said, he said that you are one of the few people that truly believes in freedom all the way through and through. I mean, real freedom, like freedom across the board. You should be free to do what you want when you want on your property, as long as it doesn't harm anyone else. As long as you're not killing anybody well, that's else. That's it. That's it. I don't think people quite get that level of freedom. Like some people they'll say they stand up and they say, Oh yeah. Oh, I'm a free person. Oh yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to do what I want. And then code enforcement comes around and they, Oh, oh I'm so sorry. Well, I'll fix it. Mm -hmm. Yep. Makes you wonder. It does. And the, you know, the only reason that I put up the fence around the chickens is well, two reasons. A, because the neighbor threatened to kill the chickens. If he came over there, they came over there again. And I'm not going to put my animals in that kind of a situation. And B, because I saw him playing spaying all kinds of nasty chemicals and whatnot over there. And I don't want my animals eating that shit either. So it was protection for it's protection for my animals, not for him. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about him. I don't give a fuck about him either. He's dead to me. Exactly. Fucking dead to me. Exactly. Fight for your rights. Yeah. And my right is, is that I can do what I want on my property when I want, as long as it's not endangering anybody else and ain't killing nobody else. You can do whatever the fuck you want. Mm-hmm. That's the point. Mind your own fucking business. Sit in your house and shut the fuck up. So he also impressed upon me again that I have to write two books urgently, immediately. And it had already been in my head. And I had not talked to Mick about it. You know, I, I like to do these things, these play these verification games, as it were. Right. There are things... I mean, you know, you and I talk about everything, right? Mm -hmm. I don't hide anything from you. You don't hide anything from me. 
But occasionally there are little ideas that come up in my head. I don't tell you, I don't use you as a sounding board for every freaking idea that comes across my head because with my ADHD and your ADHD, we would never get anywhere. <laughs> we would just bounce all ideas all day and never get anything done. <laughs> but I had this, I had an idea, you know, it, it just kept coming to me over and over. I mean, for months now, like that I had to write down all my recipes and Vader, I, you know, Vader put in the, the pill chat. He was asking about the recipe for uh, homemade laundry detergent. And I have to go back and check. I know it's, I, I just, I don't know the proportions off the top of my head, but it's, you know, borax, washing soda, um, which is different from um, baking soda, but that's included as well. So borax, washing soda, baking soda, and Epsom salt. And then I get the scented Epsom salt that eucalyptus and peppermint ones because it keeps the bugs away, but you can use whatever essential oils you want. Just use a lot. Um, but I need to go and write all those recipes down, all of them. Baking, you know, that laundry detergent, dish dishwasher detergent, although I don't know that that's going to be a thing. Um, we'll get to that. And, uh, you know, bread and butter and pesto and like all the basics, literally all the basics. I need to write it all down and put it in like a, a notebook. Like I'll do a book of it and, and it'll be one where, you know, people can, you can write notes. It'll have like a note section underneath the recipes. And it, as you change it, you know, you, my banana bread is phenomenal, but not everybody likes Heath bar bits in it, or, you know, some people want more spice or less spice or whatever. So as you change the recipe, they'll, you know, section for notes, et cetera, that kind of thing. Um, how to live without technology. That's really the purpose of this book is how to live, how to survive without technology. And then the second book that I was told that I have to read or write, write, or maybe it's the first book, I don't know, was our story. And I'm guessing that's our entire story from the beginning, from when we first met and all the way through his army career and his brain surgery and up through now, through. Yeah, technically he said the story. He did say the story. So. Maybe you haven't been given it yet. Um, the angel story. Maybe you haven't been given the story yet. Maybe not. Maybe the story is something that's still coming. Maybe, but I was told that we would have just enough time for me to write these two books and that I had to store them, make 13 copies only, like not, not for regular retail distribution, not for sale, not, not to go out. Although I already have a meeting with a publisher because it's just who I do. <laughs> I was told to write some books, so I set up a meeting with a publisher. <laughs> then I was told that they're not for general distribution. So I'm I'm guessing the story is the angel story and maybe our our story of, you know, War Bride or whatever will will be the distribution story. You're right, Lindsay. The story isn't over, but it will be soon. And that these books, 13 copies, should be stored specifically in clay pots with lids. Apparently, always in Texas has been clarifying clay on her property and throwing pots and she didn't know why. So why 13? I don't know. 26 total, but 13 copies, um, 26 total clay pots and always in Texas. Yeah. She's wow. not in here right now, but that was so this on, on Friday, I think. Did you? Uh -huh. No shit. Yeah, so they can't be burned. They need to be high heat condu conducted. Like they need to be protected against high heat. Hmm. 
So I said, well. No, they won't burn. They won't burn. They won't. No, nope. They will protect everything. They'll keep everything inside the, if you've never done, if you've never looked up clay pottery and how to use it back in the day, uh, one of the coolest things I've ever done was when I was in Philadelphia for a while with military, one of the things we got to do is we saw an excavation going on. We're like, what the hell's going on? And they were just like, oh, we're historians. We were excavating this. This used to be above ground. There was a huge, uh, I forget what they called it. It was like a, a bar, uh, not really a bar, but it was like a pub. And it was a wooden pub, but below they stored food, alcohol, uh, snacks, this, that, and the other thing. When they started excavating underneath the floor, they started finding clay, big clay pots stored sideways. And when they opened them up, a lot of them still contain material in them, like food, grapes, uh, grapes um, all sorts of different shit. And yeah, they, they'd gone bad by then, but they had still had food in them. It was like, holy shit. A thousand years later. That's still food in them. That's ridiculous. Well, not a thousand. It was only 200 years later. Still 200 years later. That's, that's ridiculous to find that. And if you think about it, when we found the Dead Sea Scrolls, where did we find, what did we find the Dead Sea Scrolls in? 13 clay pots with lids. Yep. It's exactly what the Dead Sea Scrolls were found in. So why were they there? Why? Seriously, why were they there? Were they told to write them and collect them and all put them in 13 clay plots with lids? Why else would they be there in that one space gathered together? See, because, and that makes me wonder, that seems like a very specific number. Like, and we found them, like mankind found them. Mm -hmm. It makes me wonder if even back then they were battling over religion and they didn't even think they were battling over religion. Mm -hmm. They've always battled over religion. Because they were told to write the Apocrypha, even though the Vatican refused to say that it was true or that it was real. So some other things I was told, um, I asked if I had to write these books because I wouldn't be around to tell the story in the future or if, and I was told you have to put them on paper. Very specifically, I have to put them on paper. I don't think it matters if it's handwritten or printed or whatever. I just, it has to be on paper, written down on paper. And so it has to be a physical copy. It has to be a physical copy. And I said, is it, is that because I won't be around to tell the story or because they're, they won't be able to access it digitally? And I said, I don't know. Timeline keeps changing. I said, well, you've told me before that I'll be around for a thousand years that I get to watch everybody that I love suffer and die around me. So if that's changed, then I'm cool with that. He said, it may have changed. Don't be scared. Even if you die, there is no end. If your body dies, there is no end. What about our children? I was told that one of our children has your anger, which is interesting because it's not something that's normally handed down genetically. But. Well, that would be the little one. I know. Because he's got my anger. I know. And that he will be responsible and you all have met him. He came on Freedom Grounds with me. That he will be. The Irie. He, he will be responsible for ridding the world of those without souls. 
Well, y'all got our own little jobs, don't we? Apparently. Apparently that his anger will come in handy and he will rid the world of those without souls, which tells me that there are people without souls. Which means the cup's full. The cup is full. Ooh. If the guff is full. The guff, no, the guff is empty. Or the guff is empty. The guff is empty. Ooh. That is not good. That is not good. That is epically bad. That is epically bad. And because that means the first kid born without a soul kind of unwrites or unravels. It's why the it's why the neonatal death rate has been skyrocketing. It's why there have been so many miscarriages. It's not just because of the jab. It's because the guff is empty. There are no more souls to give. Ooh. So, mm. and that would be a cast being died. I would have to say the the, the die is cast. Yes. Yeah. That the die is cast. And then I was also told that the decision had been made because I said, well, did the door open for a little bit and hearing about all of these, what do they call them? With the revivals? Yeah, that's it. All these revivals everywhere. And they had another one at like Texas A&M. Mm -hmm. Some 124 students were baptized or yeah. something like that. And how, how many? I said, well, is that, is the door open for a bit? Is this like our last little, our last little chance, a little bit of time to get, to get in before it's permanently shut? No, that door is shut. It's been shut. It is not going to open again before the last days before the last day when it opens for the souls whose names have already been written in the book of life. All those people that were part of the revival that baptized, they, their names were already written in the book of life. That was biblical virtue, virtue signaling. They're already there. <laughs> wow. That's, that's a bold, that's a bold statement. That's a bold statement, Karen. It's true. Biblical virtual si virtue signaling. If your name is already written in the book of life, why do you need, feel the need to go be baptized in front of 300 people? It's biblical virtue signaling. Good point. I, I'm not arguing. I'm just saying that's a so, bold thing to say. I mean, and it's not and the then, way I would do it. And he told me that the meek shall inherit the earth. And you, All right. We had this whole thing with a Luna moth. Do you remember the Luna Moth? Mm -hmm. Two nights in a row. You remember them the second night, but not the first night. So we had this Luna Moth shop on our back porch. <coughs> a half-grown Luna Moth. Now, a Luna Moth. What does Luna Moth mean, babe? It's the lunar moth. It only comes out at night. Mm -hmm. A number one is a nocturnal insect, but it's really cool to look at, too. They've got really big wings and they're really big moths. Mm -hmm. What's I mean, the meaning? What is the spiritual meaning of the luna moth? Well, what does it designate? It carries death. Normally, if you see one, there's a death about to happen or mm -hmm. something along those lines. Mm -hmm. That's it's like the uh, the crow or the raven. If you see a raven or if a raven lands inside your house, a child is going to die or something like that is, I think, what the old wives' tale is behind the raven. It's more of a, a, a spiritual change. The Luna Moth signals either a beginning or an end of a cycle of something. So 
few years ago, we saw a Luna moth at the old house. Huge. Full grown. Back end was just as big as the front end. I mean, these things, if you've never seen a Luna moth, they are, they, they can grow to be, I mean, gigantic. A foot across, easy. Yeah, they look like they have eyes on it. This one, though, that we saw just this week was smaller and half grown. The back, the tail hadn't splayed out. It was just half grown. And that one in particular signifies an end. An end to who? An end to what? Or an end to what? An end to the cycle. So then my question was, so again, you guys were going on about the meek inheriting the earth. And I said, what does that mean? Everybody interprets that differently. What does that mean that the meek will inherit the earth? And I was very specifically told, meek in class, not in spirit. Meek in societal position, not meek in spirit. Meaning the poor, meaning us, meaning the blue collar folks. Mm -hmm. Exactly. The so that could are, mean that could mean a couple different things. I mean, because that could mean that we stand up and finally take over what we're supposed to take over and do what we're supposed to do and tell people to quit bitching that are bitching, that are crying like little girls that think they just get their way with anything. That could be that would be a huge shift if we all of a sudden all of a sudden decided to do that. Mm -hmm. That would be an enormous shift. So the meek shall inherit the earth. And I said, well, shall, I mean, is anyone going to inherit the earth? Because you said the decision has been made. The die has been cast. I told you all a while back that we were on the precipice, that God hadn't made his decision whether or not he was going to destroy us or not. Now that decision has been made. Hmm. There is no going back. We are all on this roller coaster together. You cannot get off and God is at the end. So I said, well, if that decision has been made and God is planning to destroy the earth as he's done many times before, seven of them precisely, then will there be anyone left to inherit the earth? He said, oh yeah, there'll be plenty left. The warriors. There'll be plenty of people left. Humanity, society, civilizations will be destroyed. Warriors come out to play. But apparently, those with the fighting spirit will be left. Will I be here? I don't know. Will you be here? No. But you'll do your job and then you will go wherever you're told, called, but it won't be here. Blissfully graceful. But I don't know where I'll be. Well, there was a, a lot over four days. I'll tell you guys what, he's such a pain in my ass sometimes. But. I guess you'll have that on those big jobs. Mm. Yeah, so the meek will inherit the earth. I like that. Mm -hmm. I, I like that. That's a good sign. Mm -hmm. That there'll be an earth left to inherit and that there will be meek left to inherit it. Yes, that's a good sign. Mm -hmm. But most things will be destroyed. 
we will not have technology as we are so entirely dependent on it now. We just, we won't. We won't have computers. We won't have cell phones. We won't have, we, we, we may not have electricity. You may not be able to power your house. How do you do it? Because even if you have solar panels, if the sun is blacked out for years on end, how will you power, power your house? Do I feel burdened by all this? Mm. To a degree. I get overwhelmed sometimes. And then I just let it go. And I just do what's in front of me and then moved on to the next test. Because that's all I can do. And I keep being given more tasks and I just keep doing them. Keeps me focused. Keeps me running. I don't sleep much. Although I slept a lot last night and the night before. Not so much the night before. I went to bed really late. Just makes me wonder. I mean, there's obviously something else that's still to come, but it makes me, it makes it sound like there's, I almost wonder if there's like, there is some sort of a revolution and maybe we don't win. You know, maybe, maybe there's, it isn't a good outcome for us. Maybe Patriots somehow don't pull it off. I doubt it, but. Because we're the most go gun-toting motherfuckers out here. There ain't nobody that's got more guns than we do. Well, the military-aged men that are flocking over the border right now with the Border Patrol straight up saying, there is no good that will come of this. Uh, hold, hold on. These wait. people are, they're all military-aged men. They're not, they're not here seeking refuge. They're here seeking vengeance. I'm going to forward this to you. Can you do me a favor? And I'm going to put it in Telegram. Yeah, put it in. That's fine. Do me a favor. I think you sent it to me. That's where I came. Got it from. Because oh, this is a barn burner right here, folks. Did I send it to you via text or did I send it? Do you remember if I sent it to you via text or did I send it to you via Instagram message or some shit? But it's coming and it's coming soon. Obviously, September 23rd was a bust, except for me launching electrofreedom.com. I'm trying to remember. There it is. There it is. Here, I'll send it to you via text now. However, the global EBS announcement on October 4th is not a conspiracy theory. It's not fake. It's not made up. It's not us, you know, fear mongering. That's something that's already been announced by the government. It's been advertised. They've been talking about it. We will have a global EBS emergency broadcast system announcement on October 4th. Period. What is that announcement? I don't know. Global martial law? Alien invasion? Who knows? It can be weird. Mm-hmm. There we go. It's in the uh, podcast chat on Telegram. Okay. Bring this up because I want everybody to see this because this is this is some scary shit. Because even our border patrol like agents are starting to ask questions like, "Hey, this just don't make no sense." You just missed it. Right there. 
so annoying. Come over here and you stay over here. And let's see if this works. It should today. It should, because I think he fixed it. No, see, it doesn't still doesn't pull the other screen. But this should work. So we can't do internal videos only. It doesn't pull the other screen. I okay. think we have to change the monitor setup. But this should work. All right, we all signed up for we all ready for a hand. It's kind of hard to say that. It's not hard to say it. It may be hard for you to say it, no, but I've been doing this for 31 years. It's not hard for me to say it. Every day I wake up and I'm committed to this organization and I'm committed to each one of y'all. You're getting bogged down in the policies and the politics. You say illegal aliens. What's happening? That's why Chief Scott left. You just said it. You can't. Is anything going to happen to you? You just said it. The whole generation. The whole generation. Why are you guys getting caught up in semantics? Right? There's a mission out there to be. There's a mission out there to be. We can sit here and argue about it till we're blue in the face. Right? I've been doing this job as long as y'all. That's the problem. What's that? That's the problem, Chief. For, for evil to triumph is for good men to do nothing. That's I exactly can't hear you. For evil to triumph is for good men to do nothing. That's exactly what's happening here. Good men are doing nothing. You're allowing the legal aliens you're, to be dropped off the communities. You are doing something. No, sir, we're not. You are. No, you're rescuing people every day. You're taking fentanyl off the streets every day. You're taking methamphetamine yes, off the streets year, every day. We have the highest fentanyl death in the history of our country in one year. In this. We're going to play that again because I think we missed the beginning of it. Yeah. We stay focused. We continue to do the job and the mission that we signed up for. Right? We all signed up for it. We all raised our hand. It's kind of hard to say that. To defend the Constitution, not the It's not hard to say it. It may be hard for you to say it, but I've been doing this for 31 years. It's not hard for me to say it. Every day I wake up and I'm committed to this organization and I'm committed to each one of y'all. You're getting bogged down in the policies and the politics. You say illegal aliens. What's happening? That's why Chief Scott left. You just said it. You can't. Is anything going to happen to you? You just said it. The whole generation. The whole generation. Why are you guys getting caught up in semantics? Right? There's a mission out there to be. There's a mission out there to be. We can sit here and argue about it till we're blue in the face. Right? I've been doing this job as long as y'all. That's the problem. What's that? That's the problem, Chief. For, for evil to triumph is for good men to do nothing. That's I can't hear you. For evil to triumph is for good men to do nothing. That's exactly what's happening here. Good men are doing nothing. You're allowing the legal aliens to be dropped off the communities. You are doing something. No, sir, we're not. You are. You're rescuing people every day. You're taking fentanyl off the streets every day. You're taking methamphetamine yeah, off the streets every day. You've got the highest fentanyl death in the history of our country in one year. In this. Yep. Yep. Told you a playthrough. Mm-hmm. Good job. You fixed it. I'm I so did. proud of you. Excellent. I had to reroute it, but. Yes, they are wearing masks. Yep. Yeah. Hey, I, I got called on that the other day. Um, I did bump into somebody. She goes, no, I'm not, I'm not afraid. What I'm afraid of is you white people. 
Is that and why I, all the black people? Still and I looked at her and I said, what are you talking about? I said, you people will stick anything in your body. I was like, good You're call. You know what? Fair point. You know what? You're absolutely right. Touche. Okay. I agree with that stance. I agree with that lady. Thank you very much. Because you're right. We will. We have. I mean, not I, but well, that's not true. Ye -ye. There was a number of years when I let a lot of people stick a lot of things in my body. <laughs> but I personally don't stick a lot of things in my body. <laughs> she was a bit of a slut, folks. <laughs> I had a good time. That's what they all say. Yep. It's all good. But... Anyway, what, do, what do we do now? I don't know. Prepare. Well, obviously. How do you prepare? More? How I, do you? Then I had another one I, I sent you to. That was pretty good. Seriously, how do you prepare? How do you prepare for something you don't know what's coming? Like, you know, something is coming, but you don't know what it is. How do you prepare for that? You have to prepare for every possibility. You have to prepare to stay at home. You have to prepare to be able to leave. Both situations could apply to all of us. If you had to leave in 10 minutes, are you ready to go? Do you have everything that you would need? Do you have a go bag packed? Do you have changes of clothes for your kids? Do you have, if not, do you have a, do you have a, a plan? Yeah. Do, do you have a plan that, you're going to go and do whatever and make whatever happen that needs to happen to get you and your family wherever you need to be. That is another one. Do you have some place to go? Multiple locations. Where are you going to go when the shit hits the fan? You going to hunker down? Do you have an underground anything? A root cellar? A basement? That's where the clay pots used to be kept. Mm -hmm. Root cellars. Oh, yeah. I'd love to build one here. No shit. I don't know if our soil goes deep enough. No, the problem is the water. Yeah, the water, water table too high. here is too high. We yep. would, we're already almost underwater. And exactly. We wouldn't be able to do it. But when we get the farm up in the mountains, if we get the farm up in the mountains before the shed hits the fan, we'll definitely have a root cellar there. Have a couple. Yeah, a, a lot of root cellars there. So, because. You want to be able to put your food in something. Mm -hmm. You can store food in a root cellar for like six months. Yeah. Dead serious. Yeah. Like I've seen where this guy built a root cellar in his backyard and he put vegetables in a clay pot. Six months later, he came back, opened the clay pot and the vegetables were just as fresh as the day he picked them. Mm. Lots of crazy things going on in the world. And the other interesting thing that happened this week was Liam had a, I don't know if it was a vision. What did you call it? He called it a burp. Okay. A, a series of images from a possible timeline may or may not come true. Okay. One of those things. And specifically in Romania, Something going on in Romania. The only thing I know about going on in Romania is child sex trafficking. Yeah. And that we all know. Yeah. 
weird shit. We very weird. I mean, he he came out and he like laid all this out for me, and and then he was like, "Okay, I feel better now." And he started walked away. Okay. <sighs> um. Bold move, Cotton. Bold move. Yeah. Weird. Uh. A, a, a street sign in Romania highlighted. Um. Crazy lightning. That was the other thing. Then, and then right after that, uh, it, just yesterday. So that happened on, I think, Sunday, last Sunday. He had that. And then just yesterday, I saw a video of the most insane direct beam of white light with lightning inside in Romania. Hmm. And I was like, oh. Something's going on there. Could be. Oh, look at that. King Charles has bought most of the Romanian forests. I wonder why. Lots of shit happening in there. That our 11-year-old would have absolutely no knowledge of whatsoever. Yeah. Because we don't talk about Romania at the dinner table. I don't know. Very weird. So, hmm. what's I, coming? I'm still looking. I was looking for something else that I was going to talk about, but I got to okay. find it now. Obviously. So, so how do you prepare? Seriously, y'all. How do you prepare? Where are you going to go? What are you going to do? Have a plan. Write it down. We know no plan ever survives first contact. But segments of those plan can survive. You can make lists of things that you need, things you need to stock up on, storable food, seeds. And you can grow your own food all day. But again, an electroculture helps a lot to grow faster and bigger. But if the sun is blocked out for months or years, nothing is going to grow. You have to have storable food. If you don't have food to eat, you will die. If you don't have water to drink, you will die. Pure water, clean water. So, food, water, shelter, those are key. Hopefully God's vengeance won't come until the spring. That would be nice. Ideal. Mm-hmm. And yes, you're right, Polka Dot. Prepare your heart. Absolutely. You have to put on the armor of God. You don't know what that is? Ask. You know, someone that we had a, we have a lot of respect for. Someone that's been with us on this journey since the beginning. Um, one of those people that we talk to every, you know, every couple of months, not all the time, not every day, but every couple of months. And I reached out the other day and asked how they were doing. And they were really upset. Because they said that the last time they talked to us, their daughter had gotten jabbed. And even though she knew the risks, absolutely knew the risks. And was going through some serious health issues and they were dealing with all kinds of problems. And 
something, something we said, and I, I don't think we said it exactly like this, but was perceived as, well, they knew the risks. I mean, we're sorry for them, but it kind of is what it is. And does that make us heartless? No. But at the same time, if you know what's coming, if you know what can happen and you don't prepare or you do it anyway, is that our fault? Is that on you? Should we be required to take care of the people that we warned and they didn't listen? Oh, well, now, according to who? According to you or according to him? According to him. He, he's going to tell you right now, no. Mm -hmm. That's a simple one, I think. Exactly. I, I, the writing's on the wall. Like you said, the cast has been died or the die, has, the been die cast. has been cast. It's done. It's in the ground. I mean, the only thing we're waiting on now is the end of it all. I mean, what, what starts it? What sets the spark? What is our, I don't know what, cause something tells me, and I don't know about the rest of y'all, but it is different today than it was four years ago. Yeah. Four years ago, if you think about it four years ago, about this time four years ago, we were getting ready to go into the election season thinking that Donald Trump still had a chance to be president. And we made it through the election season and it's crazy. The only thing that really took place after the loss was January 6th. And I think the liberals are pissed off about that. I think they're pissed off that only January 6th happened. They thought there was going to be something more broad. They thought it was going to be more in their favor, that the people would revolt and that it would be more in their favor. It's the only thing that makes any sense. Think about it. Everything they've done has been crazier since the last time. Everything they've done. They've gone absolutely nuts with everything. Oh, there's no evidence about Joe Biden, but there's plenty of evidence about Donald Trump. But wait a minute. There's no evidence about Donald Trump, and there's plenty of evidence about Joe Biden. They're completely telling you something that's not real because they don't think they have to anymore. They don't think you're going to do anything about it. They think you're just going to sit there and maybe we should have opened with dream on because that's what they want you to do. They want you to look at your, your little screen on your cell phone and go, yep, nothing new in the news today. Or they want you to watch your boob tube on your wall. Nope. Nothing new in the news today. Why? CNN told me. Do you know that in the Canadian Parliament during Zelensky's speech, they give a standing a standing ovation to a 98-year-old man who served in World War II fighting against the Russians in an, in Wemkoff's SS unit. The Canadians gave a standing ovation to an actual Nazi. Well, Zelensky was there because he fought. He he fought against. Yeah, but Zelensky the was there. Who were our allies in World War II? But Zelensky was there. Mm -hmm. Therefore, there was two Nazis there. There were two Nazis, but Zelensky didn't get the standing ovation. This SS soldier did. <laughs> this legit Nazi did. Literally, probably killed Jews. Uh, tons of them. 
this is where we're at. The world has been turned on its head. It's completely, completely upside down. I, I look at, look at the police thing going on right now. Everybody's bitching about crime, but yet they're they still defunding police units everywhere, everywhere. It's like, oh, it's happening. It's a good thing that it's happening, but it's even better if you don't know about it. Hmm. Okay. I mean, currently right now, we just have people walking across the border. They're not even stopping them anymore. Nope. Just waving them across. Um, they're getting paper tickets. According to what Fox news said this morning, they're getting paper tickets as they come across the border for court dates. Three years, four years from now. Yeah. Cause yeah. the system's so backlog right now. They they can't even see them for four years, five years. Mm -hmm. They'll never show up. We'll never see them again unless they fight us. Let's say start fighting. Everybody says, how do, how do those guys come across the border and then they not go off and do something else and become like something better than they were where they were at? That's a great question, but how would we know? We don't even remember these people that come into our country. They're not granted the protections on the constitution. Oh, the Venezuelans the, are. No, they're not. Joe the, gave them all social security numbers and citizenship. The only people that are granted citizens, you know, protections under the constitution are actual citizens. So technically we could follow them. We could track them. We could trace them. We could do everything we want to do to them. You could fucking inject them with a bug. So it constantly relays their position. Matter of fact, that's what I think we should do. You want to come in illegally in this country? We're going to try all our good shit out on you. Is it bad? Yeah, it's I mean, bad. They're not getting but vaccines, if so you're going to do it illegally, why not? If you do it legally, that's a whole different story. Then we want you to be as healthy as possible. And we want you to build the biggest business possible in this country. Mm -hmm. But if you're going to do it illegally, then you get every test that we could fucking throw at you. Shit. Why not? We put a bug in you. We follow you everywhere you go. Go ahead. Try and fucking scoot on this one, bitch. We'll get your ass. We'll put you in jail. Be the end of story. Why not? If Joe wants to do this open borders thing, then fine. Where's, where's the military industrial complex coming up with shit for that? Come on. You can do it for soldiers. You can do it for fucking dogs. But you can't do it for some illegal aliens. Every child in every school in New York City is required to show proof of all kinds of vaccinations to get in the door, but not if they came over the border first. The hypocrisy has got to end somewhere. The only time that it ends is when the light is shown on it. The only way we're going to do that is by, you know, everybody doesn't want to talk about it. And of course, nobody says we're here yet. I disagree. I, I, I think we're just, I think we're just getting to the steeping point. I think the people are ready to lose their shit. I think the next, uh, next, this coming month, this is going to be it. Cause think about it. October 1st, we got a possible government shutdown ahead. October 4th, EBS. guess what else comes out on October 4th? What? Our inflation rate mm. for the uh, first quarter of the new year. You mean the last quarter of the last year, first quarter of third, the new year. Third quarter. Of Th yeah. Fourth quarter, fourth quarter, FY4. Because oh, it ends October 1st. Because the government. Yep. Government ends, their year ends October 1st. Correct. So we're going to get fourth quarter um, inflation rates. And I got a feeling when we see the fourth quarter inflation rates, a uh, whole bunch of banks are going to lose their minds. And we're going to watch the fucking stock market go. Whoosh. 
upside down real quick, fast, in a hurry. And that would be a reason to put in a global martial law. And that'd be a reason why you'd also have to state up the EBS system on October 4th. Mm -hmm. So everything's coming to a head, you know, y'all like roller coasters. I love roller coasters. I, I mean, I'll go on any roller coaster anywhere. Like when I was a little kid, I mean, I'm talking little, I was like five. I was tiny. I was this tiny little thing. And my dad took me to Coney Island almost every weekend that original roller coaster on Coney Island, the, the, old, the, the old wooden one yeah. where your teeth basically like, I mean, vibrated it, it, out of your mouth, vibrated out of your, out of your head so fast going up. And then by the time you went down, you were like, you, you, you were, were gumming it. You were gumming way. it seriously. That shit was no joke. Okay. I've been on roller coasters all over the place right now. We're going click, 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 click up to the top of that hill. We're almost there. We start going down and we've gone up and down a lot of hills to get to this point. We're almost to the last one. When we get to that last hill, to the top of that last hill and we come down and we go and do the the loop-de-loops and all that shit going to the end, some of y'all are going to fall off. Make sure your seatbelts are tight. Because it's going to be a rough ride. Well, thank you, Mother of the Apocalypse. You're welcome. <laughs> Mother of the Apocalypse. Oh, you know, I don't mind that title anymore. I, I just, what else is coming? I, this is getting ridiculous. They they have Finally. aliens. We have aliens. We have uh, what else? Uh, the Maui thing has just been swept underneath the carpet. So nobody cares about that. The news well, isn't even reporting on it now, anymore. Uh, okay. And apparently one of the dudes that was down there videotaping got arrested. No, no, no. Or is getting arrested. The or Hawaiian people that lost their homes are currently camping on the beaches and they're clearing the beaches and arresting them. Wow. The Hawaiian natives from Lahaina that all their homes burned up have been camping on the beaches with their $700 checks, which bought them nothing. Nothing. And they all, they got arrested. Whole bunches of them got arrested for camping on the beaches. Cause you know, those beaches are reserved for the elites. This sounds like a, a new story almost. Doesn't it though? That we would talk about on any other night of the week, but it's not being broadcast. No. No, nobody's talking about that. Nope. No. Just, you know. You mean buckle up, Buttercup? Yeah, buckle up. Damn Skippy, buckle up, Buttercup. It's not going to get easier from here. The other thing I was told, very specifically, is that we will see a lot more pain, suffering, hardship, and death before we have peace. Which was hopeful to me because at least I know we're going to have peace at some point down the, at the end of the line. But we're going to get through a hell of a lot more before we get there. Pain, suffering, hardship, and death. Makes me think of maybe that other quote from Julius Caesar wasn't more apropos. Mm. Because I think that's a, a better quote that he said. 
John, they they might just trail of tears the natives and send them to Oklahoma, except they'll make them swim. You know. Because that one was pretty good. Of course, got to go find it again. Because yeah. I didn't have it saved. <clears throat> It's easier to find men who will volunteer to die than to find those who are willing to endure pain with patience. Hmm. That's because it's impossible to endure pain with patience unless you've already ascended. Yeah. Seriously. Y'all familiar with Dune, the book, the movie, whatever. And when which, the which one the first, obviously Frank Herbert's, but the first one, well, it's in all the stories, all different versions that, you know, the shortened original movie, the, the longer first half of the new movie, new movie and, and the book, which was of course the best, probably the best. Yes. Um, when the Ben Gesserit when the Benny Gesserit, Benny Gesserit. Yeah. No. Yeah. The Benny Jesuit. Yeah. Jesuit. Mm -hmm. No, it's actually the Benny Gesserit, but, um, in the movies, they, Changed it, but uh, anyway. No, it's a sister of the Bene Gesserit sisterhood. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're all witches. Yes, go figure. But when they come to test Paul Atreides to see if he's human, what is that test? You remember that patience over pain. They put his hand in a box, and they induce pain, and. If you fail the test, it's because you are not human, because you are an animal. And if you pass the test, then you are human. I wonder what Frank Herbert knew. No, 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 because I'm sorry. Stop that. Because that, that, that's, that's that horseshit. Because one of the that ways. Was the premise of that test. One of the, the ways. Book. One of the ways we used to question people. Okay. I'm not going to say this is legit. Not going to say this is illegit. But I can tell you this. We did what we called the Punisher when we questioned people. And the Punisher, when we did the Punisher, the Punisher was we got a stake from the chow hall. And we took a blowtorch and we put the blowtorch, turned the blowtorch on the room and had the guy say, this is a torch that reaches 13,000 degrees. When it hits your skin, it feels cold. And what we do is we take the torch and while the person was blindfolded, we would start searing the stake. First, we'd start around his body so he felt the heat from the torch. But then when we got serious and we started poking, we'd take an ice pop and poke his back. And then we'd poke the fucking stake so it was really burning and cooking. He could smell beef cooking. And he felt cold on his back. And I tell you what, they gave up everything. We never heard a soul. But I tell you what, inside their mind, they had snapped. They thought we were burning the shit out of them with a fucking blowtorch. Mm -hmm. And I tell you what, they gave up more information I knew, than I've ever heard. Called it the Punisher. How much pain can people deal with? Not a lot. Really? Most people can't. Exactly. Most people can't. 
there's very few people that can actually endure. I, I've watched, I've seen all sorts of pain. I've watched a guy walk on a broken leg for fucking miles with pretty much nary an issue. He did it because he had to. He knew that. When I was a kid, I fell off my horse and I broke my ankle in the middle of a competition. And you know what I did? I took some vet wrap. I wrapped that bitch up. I put my boot back on and I went and finished my competition. And that night I went home and my stepdad was watching football. And some guy, some stupid idiot football player came out of the game and he was out for like, oh, he's going to be out for weeks with a deep thigh bruise. I was like, motherfucker, I'm walking around on a fucking broken ankle. I just did six more competitions, like six more classes with a fucking broken ankle. And this bitch is out with a deep thigh bruise for six weeks. Are you kidding me right now? What a pussy. You do what you have to do. He didn't have to play. He knew he was still getting paid either way. I knew I had to compete because I had already paid for those fucking classes. And if I didn't, my mom would have kicked my ass. Probably. <laughs> I was more scared of my mother than I was of anything else. Still am to a degree. She's no joke. That's a great question. Makes me wonder about your life. If you were able to take a lot of pain, then it makes you think that maybe our lives happened exactly the way they did to prepare us for this time now. Exactly. Uh, one of the things I always, always laugh about where my brothers always laugh about is they know that their older brother and their younger brother, because my older brother knows that his younger brother and my two younger brothers know that their older brother was crazy enough to get thrown through a door closed by their father when I was a kid. And I pissed my dad off something fierce and the, it was one of those no, you? metal screen doors. And you know, the bottom half in, in the Bronx, the bottom half was metal. My yep. brothers were all there. My mom was Pop there was the and I pissed my dad off. And my dad fucking grabbed me and he chucked me right through the fucking bottom part of the door mm -hmm. with it closed. And uh, my brothers were just like, holy shit. And they saw me jump up on my feet and run. And they were like, he survived that. <laughs> He's not one to toil with. <laughs> but you're right, Lindsay. You know, I, I felt like my whole life, like I was jumping from one thing to another. Like I was not necessarily searching for something, but I was always compelled to learn about one subject or another that seemed to have no bearing on my life at the time from riding horses. I mean, I loved riding horses. It was great. Now... It, and it taught me so much, taught me so much about just general animal care, taught me about myself, taught me empathy, taught me how to meditate. Of course, I can't do it unless I'm on the back of a horse, but <laughs> taught me a lot. Animal husbandry. And then I was compelled to learn about Julius Caesar, about the Roman Empire. I spent a year, easy digging into Roman history. And this was 20 years ago, 25 years ago. I read all the entire, started with Colleen McCullough's entire series, The Masters of Rome, which was excellent books. Dry, especially in the beginning. There's some begats in there too that are almost as hard as the Bible's begats. <laughs> and I dug into all kinds of things about Roman history. 
Caesar's mother fascinated me to the point where if we ever had a daughter, I would have named her Aurelia. And then I felt like I'd learned everything I needed to learn and I moved on to something else. Then about 10 years ago, I spent a year learning about EMPs. No one even knew what EMPs were then. And yet a couple of books here and there started coming out about EMPs and the army did, um, started giving a class about EMP, which was basically if we get hit by an EMP, we're fucked, go home. Right? Yeah. But I read a whole series, tons of books about how EMPs work, about post-apocalyptic EMP survival, fiction, nonfiction, all, all kinds of books on EMPs for a year. And then I moved on to something else. Gardening. I started learning how to grow my own food, grow plants, learning about harvesting from the wild, all kinds of things. And this was probably five years ago before we moved here. I had a whole summer where I had a whole container vegetable garden on our back porch, like in our backyard. We had this play set that the kids got too old to play on and it started to fall apart. So I turned it into a, a little container garden and I had plants everywhere. And I did that for a summer. And then. Got some reasonable return about it. Yeah, it was pretty good. We grew a lot of peppers. A lot of peppers. And then it went away. And now everything that I learned my entire life that I had no idea why I was so compelled to learn about these things. Even the Bible. I was never super religious, but I spent a year reading all kinds of different biblical texts, not just the Bible, though I read that. I also read the Quran and the Torah and the um, the Hindu Bible. Hamid. Hamud. Yep. Um, and then it went away. When I read them all, I was done. And now everything that I've learned, now I understand why. Everything I've learned is relevant to today, to now, to what we're going through. Like I had been directed over my entire life, compelled to learn about this and learn about that, even though it was seemingly unrelated to anything in my life. No reason for it. Just on the side kind of a thing. Now I know why. You know, we, we talk about moving. Everybody talks about moving off grid, going off grid. Yeah, you can do that. I'd recommend this though. If you're going to do it first, do it with a group of people. A number one, it's just safer. B it also, you can do it right. If you think about it, you can't do it all by yourself. You, you get yourself a couple of carpenters because all carpenters are good in different facets of the job. Some are good at framing. Some are good at woodwork. Some are good at just making shit out of whatever they have available. You get you a couple electricians, guys that understand <laughs> electricity backwards and forwards that, you know, good guys, guys that wouldn't take a dime from a guy on the street if they didn't earn it. Real engineers or inventors, people that can take things apart and put them back together or build something out of nothing. Yeah. Um, these are all people you, you want to have your gardeners. You want to have your farmers. You want to have 
you know, these are people when you're thinking about laying out how you want to do it, shit. I, I give everybody enough room to do everything they want to do, whatever you want to build, you want to build it. But just understand when we got carpenter issues, we're going to come get you. When we got electric issues, we're going to come get you. When we got issues with this or that, we're going to come get you because that will be your overriding job, helping everybody else out with those issues. Now, we're not going to need a garage door tech. No, fuck no. But I'd be a carpenter and be another carpenter that knows how to also do garage doors. Or low voltage electricity. I can do that pretty good. I pretty much suck at everything else. High voltage electricity, fuck that shit. Don't put that shit anywhere near me. I'll fucking electrocute you, me, and the fucking animals. I'll electrocute everybody in the goddamn room if it's possible. They let me play with electricity once. And then they said, nope, you don't get to play with that no more. Yep. I'm a fucking retard when it comes to that. But outside of that, though, you give me some explosives and some weapons, I can show you lots of shit I can do. That's the other part. You want to make sure you got those people on your land, too. You want to make sure you have your hunters, your gatherers, your people that can fix shit, your people that can build shit. That's what you need to have. Because when the fucking metal finally does meet the road, we're going to have to fucking figure out how to do shit All amongst right, ourselves. Man. It's not going to be, well, I'll just pick up the, the, the phone and call the government. No, there is no government. Or I'll just check YouTube and see if I can find a video on it. No, there is no YouTube. The knowledge that you have now or that you gain in the next couple of months is what will sustain you through the rest of your life. However long or short that may be. What are your skills? What is your skill set? What do you have to offer? in a low-tech post-apocalyptic society. Got to have something. You can't be just good at computers. You got to be good at something else, more, something more industrial, something more labor-specific. Like our teenager. He can build a computer all day long. He can also build a chicken coop. He can also put up a garage door. He can also shoot shit really good. It's not just your skills, it's your children's skills. Have they been stuck in front of a tablet, in front of a boob tube for their entire lives? Do they know how to do anything except click a mouse and type on a keyboard? Because if they don't, they're going to be in for a world of hurt too. Now, kids are great. Kids are resilient. Kids can learn on the fly and kids are a lot more flexible than adults are. They roll with the punches a lot better than we do. Yeah, they'll cry and complain and carry on for a while because they have no internet. And every once in a while, they'll go back and be like, oh, I really miss TV or I really miss the internet or I really miss my computer. But you know what? They're going to keep moving on because they're kids. That's what they do. They'll understand there is none. And okay, well, then I'll go find something else to keep me entertained. But they better have skills, something. And it's up to you to teach them. Resiliency is going to be the key for this. You're going to have to be resilient. You're going to be able to, you're going to have to be able to take a shot in the mouth and then keep marching forward. Get punched in the mouth and you keep moving forward. It's like that old Rocky clip. It's not about how hard, it's not about how you take the hit. It's about what you do after you get hit. It's not a, it, once you see that, oh shit, everything went lopsided and sideways. Do you just curl up in a ball and stop moving? Or do you say, okay, well, we can do this. Or we don't have any electricity. Okay, well, I, we got the monster green egg and we need to start a fire. Yep. 
We can boil water. We can fucking, we can make food. We can make coffee. We can make, we've got a percolated coffee maker. How many of you have one of those? Lindsay says, I will do comedy and music in the me community and show me the truth. Said my man is a re renaissance type. I'm just the muscle. You know what? There's need for both those types, the renaissance and the muscle, because we can work our asses off all day long, setting up a new world, setting up a new community, building houses, you know, being carpenters, taking care of animals, collecting firewood and food, growing food. But at the end of the day, if you don't have a way to relax and have some entertainment, then it's not worth it. Those Renaissance people will have their own worth as well. People who can write, who can sing, who can tell stories. Those people have value as well. Those people have something to give to the community. They gotta have something else. You can't just sit there and strum a guitar all day long. And you got to throw some muscle in there, but that holds a lot of value as well. I mean, if you're going to do it, you might as well do it right. You go completely off grid. I mean, think about it. If you're, if you do it right, you get the right land, you get the right location. You can bury shit. Remember, all you got to do is go what? 86 inches down. If you're under 86 inches, EMP won't. It won't affect any electricity under 86 inches of earth. So as long as you're 86 inches down, you're good to go. Whatever you got down there is going to survive. Won't make it through the, the EMP won't make it through the ground. The ground is, will absorb enough of it that it won't do anything to your electronics. But just remember above you, there's not going to be anything left. I mean, if you do it right, yeah, you go completely off grid. You could be, I, I've already heard about these guys that are already building these doomsday fucking bunkers in like Texas and shit. They've been building them for decades. Cities underground, huge fucking cities underground. Bye, Kristen. Have a good day. Ride a horse for me. Yeah, please. <laughs> I, trash man green. I can roll joints. That'll be important too. Excellent. If you can, if you can grow weed, that'd be more important because we're going to need medicine too. Yep. I know, Claire. Land in the UK is insane. You come here. Could do that. Apparently, this is really funny. We, uh, I was scrolling through. I, last night, I sat down, I think yesterday afternoon, um, after the show, after we launched Electro Freedom. And um, I was like, all right. You know what? I have gone nonstop for two weeks. Like I've just been balls to the wall. I mean, going running from six o'clock in the morning until at least midnight every night, just running around like a fucking crazy person. Um, like I need to chill for a bit, which I didn't at first, even though I said I was going to, I still did other things. But then last night after dinner, <clears throat> we had an amazing dinner. I like made dinner out of nothing. Um, and uh, I sat down and started scrolling through to see what was on the boob tube on my tablet. You know, it's funny. We have a fucking 90 inch TV in our living room that you could see from the damn space station. If it really existed. Um, and I watch TV on a little like 15 inch tablet on the back porch all the time. It drives me nuts, but I like being outside. So, uh, the walking dead has come out with a new show, Daryl Dixon. And apparently somehow Daryl, uh, wound up 
in France from Atlanta. Don't know how that happened. Washed up on the shores of France. That's a hell of a long way to go. If Daryl Dixon could do it, Claire, you can do it too. <laughs> wow, that was a really backwards way of getting to that story that you could have just started out with saying, hey, did you all hear about this new Walking Dead show, Daryl Dixon? Anyway, it was kind of boring, honestly. <sighs> You just wanted to see what's his name's ass again after fucking Liana showed it to you the other day. What? Who's? Daryl Dixon's? Yeah, with, with the Norman Reedus's ass. Oh. That's all you were looking for. Be honest. He's not that hot. He has not aged well either. Nah, he's gotten worse. He's gotten fatter. And <laughs> he's gotten plumper. I don't know how you do that. He got jabbed. Yeah. Obviously, he got jabbed. Look at him. He looks like shit now. Yeah, he looks swollen. You can tell people. I mean, you can honestly tell now. We're at the point. Some people, Kristen, I pray that you got your jab early enough. She said she got Pfizer right after COVID came out. Right. Sounds like about the same time you did yep. and had no ill effects. I, I pray that you got one of those placebos because everyone else, I mean, you can look at them and see, you can tell. You can just tell. Like, I wonder if our neighbor across the street that all of a sudden lost his fucking mind after being nice. I wonder if he went and got the booster. I honestly don't give a shit. I know, but it would cause a serious personality change. Doesn't fucking matter to me. And then I could just hope that he just dies that much quicker. Mm -hmm. I don't have to worry about it anymore. I mean, there's some of that. I was also told that when the shit hits the fan, they understand that they will not be able to control you. You, Mick, in particular. So they're just going to let you do whatever the fuck you want. Y'all are not going to. Mm -hmm. yeah no 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 he did not not like that he didn't say that pretty much yeah they're just gonna let you go they're gonna take oh. you off your leash yeah that could be interesting yeah y'all might want to be around for that's that a one. really bad place when they take mick off his leash that's a really bad place you do not want to be anywhere near him that's a really bad place to be when mick comes off his leash mm-mm lot of people dying mm -hmm. yeah we'll see what happens I, i'm holding out hope i'm still long on humanity hope that we have a chance i still think there's a chance for us to survive this there's there's oh, got to be a way will survive some there's people will survive got to be a way society as as it is right now will not survive well that's there fine. is no way for that to survive that's fine because there is no way to fix it you can only burn it down and we can't burn it down god's gonna burn it down well let's let him do it he's, he's going to got to do what he's got to do Hey, you know, we've all said that we've all come to that conclusion. When you look at what is going on today and you look at, uh, have you guys seen like today, for instance, this morning I got up and sitting there, I was watching the news for a couple minutes before I got out of bed and I was watching Fox news and they were talking about, um, there's this new group, uh, that they, uh, apparently the white house started, um, the gun control. No, no, no. Apparently, they've started this half-assed, half-hearted effort to curb child sex trafficking in the U.S. And they started a new group, and it's the White House's group on whatever, child sex trafficking. The person they put in charge of it uh, was Obama's... Um, Tell me it's not that chick that got caught leaving Haiti with all those kids. Yes, same exact one. Seriously? Yes. 
She's the she's like the number the the one that she worked for the Hillary Foundation. Yes, I'm trying to remember what's her name. And then they put her in charge of. The, I want to say uh, Huma Abedin for no, some no, reason, it's, but it's they not. They put her in charge of that. She's a redhead. They put her in yes. charge of the um the Amber Alerts. Yes, the yeah. same. They they're putting her in charge of this Seriously. office. Yes, she is like she she is a child sex trafficker. She's like the number one. Yeah. Like most people have thought that she was a child sex trafficker yes. since the beginning. She literally got arrested trying to leave Haiti with a bunch of stolen children. Not only that, she had like all the markings too, all over like, like these people do it in your face. There's, there's markings. Go look it up. There are markings out there. Trust me. There are markings out there. You can look for days about this. There are web pages and web pages <laughs> about child sex trafficking different. For instance, um, like I didn't even know this. I, I didn't know this till the other day. Um, I went to a, a dude's house uh, out here to fix a garage door. And so I'm there and the guy was like, yeah, I just moved in the other day. And I was just like, holy shit, you just moved in. You're already, he's like, yeah, this thing was a fucking wreck. And I was like, all right. And I could tell it was a wreck. And so I'm sitting there and I'm looking around and he's got all these pineapples in the garage. I'm like, dude, I finally asked him. I'm like, not real pineapples. They're like cutouts. Mm -hmm. And I was like, dude, what the fuck is with all the pineapples in here? He goes, dude, I found them all over the fucking yard. He goes, you know what that means, right? I said, no. He goes, the people that used to live here were swingers. No wonder you're allergic. Oh, no, because the upside down pineapple apparently means that you're swingers or some shit like that. You're like, apparently it's a Southern thing. And I was not aware. Yes, if you Laura Silsby. Thank you. That's the name. Yep. That's it. Thank you. BT. Thank you, sir. Uh, yes, that is the name. That is, and Clary Lou, both of you, that was the name and she's in charge of it. I'm like, no, no, she's a child sex trafficker. All she's going to do is now she's going to know where not to go and not to do it. Now she's going to have access to it. She's going to be able to cover things up more, hide things. This is like, okay. I mean, I get it. You know, back in the day, they used to say, uh, they changed her name when they brought her back. Of course they did. They, they, uh, this whole thing is fucking retarded, but it's like, wait a minute. It's blatant. You're doing this and, and you think we don't know. You think America's too stupid to realize who this person is. And although that shit originally when she was charged with it, it was never confirmed and it was never, you know, it doesn't matter. Back in the day, just the mere impropriety that you were involved in something, you couldn't get a government job. Just the mere impropriety of it. So just because you were involved in it means you can't get this job. Now, now use that to attack people as if it's a good thing. No, I'm saying they use, they'll use lawfare to attack people and accuse them of sexual impropriety or whatever it is. But the ones that they want in the administration that are actually guilty of it, they cover that up. It is, but it's the whole thing that back in the day, we used to say that just the mere impropriety of you possibly being involved in that does it means you can't get this government job, but we've walked completely away from that. Now it doesn't matter whether you're involved in it or not. Now we're just going to hire you anyway. I mean, the, you know, now, now you better be involved in it or, um, you don't you know don't anything about job. it. Yeah. You don't get the job. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking of Russell Brand, Claire when I said that, cause they've absolutely 
they're going after rumble shit. That was the whole reason I brought up the whole rumble thing the other day that they went after rumble because they did go after rumble. They went after rumble because rumble wouldn't get rid of Russell brand off of their channels. And the UK went specifically after rumble. And now that apparently they're trying to sue rumble because they refused to take Russell brand down. What happened to innocent until proven guilty? No shit. That's Hey, but that's and, not how it works. But anymore. that's, but that's the way the CEO responded to England. That's what the CEO said to England of rumble. What happened he said, to innocent until proven guilty? What happened to innocent until proven guilty? We're not taking him down. He's still innocent. Yep. He hasn't been found guilty yet. We're not going to drop the monetization on his stream. We believe in free speech. If he wants to, to do it here, he can do it here. Yep. And now all of this shit is... Dude, they are using the, the Russell Brand thing. They are using the same playbook they used from fucking Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. Telling you right now. And plenty of other people too. It's same not a playbook. new playbook. Nothing is new. They use the same playbook for everything over and over again. They just, they start small. And if it works, they will go a little bigger. And then if they works, if that works, then they'll, they'll go a step up and they'll attack someone even bigger. And then if that works, then there you go. Then it's open season. They can attack anybody with it. With no implications. Uh, the marks they give uh show me the truth said the marks they give you depends on the mark on who is who's marking, marking you. you yep some do marks that are not noticeable like black dots of left thumbs yep. and watch out for that because that also means other things in foreign countries so some like for instance um the iraqi the fayadine they had two dots on their thumb they had a dot on their finger that meant they were fayadine because it made a triangle where it was that's how we identified the Fayadine. It's you have to be careful about those dots tattooed. It's weird, but there's a lot of different, there's a lot of different shit out there. There's this child sex trafficking thing. I guarantee that's part of the whole, what's got God pissed off. I put money on that. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. I put money on that. A thousand percent. Because that's just gross and it's disgusting and not enough people talk about it here in America. Nobody talks about it here in America. We, we, we talk about the sex slavery trade, but we don't talk about child sex trafficking. There's none of that. You won't hear that. You won't even hear that discussed on Fox news. They'll call it child sex slavery, but they won't, they won't call it trafficking. They won't call it what it really is. Fuck them. That's what I said. What about three dots close together? Like a triangle. Ellsworth is asking where, I don't know where on the hand. The only one, the only dots that I know of that I militarily, mil, militarily used, the Fayadine used the triangle on the two on the thumb and one on the, the first trigger finger, as they called it. Um, the only other one that I know of that ever used like dots or see most of them used a brand. It's always been brands. That's the ones I've heard of. I've never heard of anything open either. It's normally on the forearm or somewhere on the wrist where it can be covered with a shirt or something like that. They always cover it up. They always hide it. But if you see it, you know exactly what it is. There's no, there's no joke. It's, it's all there. Yeah. Connect the dots. Hmm. I threw a, uh, I threw a Q post in an, uh, my interview with RSB the other day. Oh yeah. I don't even think he realized it. Um, about, uh, I said, uh, future proves past because you know, we're going back to the old ways with medicine, electroculture. It's been used for thousands of years. 
Antiquitech. Antiquitech. It fell away. The Germans rediscovered it during World War II in their occult studies. And then given the political climate post-World War II, it fell away again. And then it gained a little bit of a resurgence in the 70s when some NGO came out with a uh, a report saying that 70% of America would have to grow, maybe 40% of America would have to grow their own food in order to sustain our growing population. We're not there. And then it fell away again in the capitalist-driven society that was the 80s and the 90s. Really, the 2000s too? And the 2000s, yeah. And then now... Now we're all coming to understand that we have to grow our own food because we don't trust what's in the grocery store. If there is anything, we have to distill our own water because we don't trust what's coming out of the tap. If there is anything. Think about it here soon. We might be, you might be doing a lot more via what you can do on your own mm -hmm. versus what you can do. Period. This is uh what are you going to do when your local grocery store doesn't get its food delivery for three days in a row? Then there's no food left. What are you going to do when the power goes out and doesn't come back on? What are you going to do when you go out to your driveway and your car doesn't start? Neither do all of your neighbors. Your phone doesn't work. Your computer doesn't work. Your TV doesn't work. What are you going to do? Think about it. Because if you don't start thinking about it now, when it happens, you're going to die. That's what you're going to do. Think about it now, start planning, and you might survive. But even if you don't survive, don't be scared. Don't fear. This, again, this is what I was told very specifically. If you don't survive, don't be afraid. And I said, oh, I won't be afraid. I hope I don't survive. I'm not looking forward to a thousand years of watching all of my friends and family and loved ones die around me. No, that, that didn't seem nice to me. That didn't seem like a good time. But don't be afraid because there is no end. Your soul will live on. Don't be afraid. Just keep moving forward. Can't stop. You gotta keep moving forward. It's a matter of faith. It's all it is. It's a matter of faith. Where does your faith lie? Are you faithful enough to believe in God? Are you faithful enough to believe that He is going to take care of us? I think He is. I think we're good. I think we've got it covered. I think the only thing we have to worry about is the rest of the retards because when they figure it out, what happens then? Because, you know, when Noah started building the ark, at first everybody thought he was crazy and they left him alone. And then it started raining. And then the people got real antsy. Said, wait a minute. You said this wasn't coming for a couple months. And Noah said, well, I guess God, you know, sped up the timeline. And that's when everybody showed up trying to fight to get on the boat you know, fighting to be the last two monkeys on the boat. And uh, it was, it was ugly. And God had the Nephilim step in and help Noah. 
protected him. The because wires. God wanted to make sure that that was not going to be an issue. Noah would survive and no one else would. Faith is what we have to have. Faith is required. With no faith, you have nothing. You are nothing. Yep. Put God first in your life or you won't have one for much longer. Lindsay said, this is where we will need to turn on the 5G to activate the graphene oxide inside the shots to subdue the zombies. That is another theory that's going around that this global EBS will be either a frequency broadcast or a data grab. Could be either. Could be both. A frequency broadcast could be a bad thing. You know, when before we moved, when COVID first happened, before they shut the churches down and all that, as the shots were first coming out, we went to church one Sunday at our old church. And uh, one of our friends, who's a Fed, was there. And he was joking with us. And Mick was like, did you get your shots? And he was like, oh, yeah, I got my shots. And they even preloaded that Kill Switch app on my phone. Remember that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Geo's funny. It was a joke. But was it? But was it? Don't know. <sighs> Gotta wonder. I always did wonder. Was he joking? Maybe. Was it kids old school? Mm -hmm. They just had a football coach who called in sick one day to, to work. <clears throat> Used to work at the school. And they found out the next day he was dead. Which school? BC or? Damn. Coach died. Mm -hmm. Damn. Yep. Wow. Yep. There's was it, I, was, I was telling my, uh, like my little brother, I got to call my little brother. Reminds me, I got to mm -hmm. call my little brother because my cousins, or my little nephew's birthday today. Mm -hmm. um, I was talking to my brother last night. He texted me, he goes, hey, Ohio State, Notre Dame playing. I was like, yeah. So I couldn't care less. Not watching. You did. I ended up doing it because my buddy was did. here and he wanted to watch Ohio state. Mm -hmm. I really wasn't cheering for him because again, they've required the vaccine for everyone at that school. Mm -hmm. Still. Nope. Notre Dame too. Still requiring boosters. Yep. For all the all students. students. Yep. Not the staff, just the students. Yep. Sorry. Nope. Can't, can't support something like that. Yep. Just can't do it. I don't give a fuck how long I've cheered for them. I don't care how long I thought they were a good team. Don't give a fuck. Nope. All gone. Peace. I mean, pretty much the whole NCAA is that way. It's kind of hard right now to find anything that doesn't require a jab anymore. But, hey, what are you going to do? What, what moral ground are you going to stand on? What high ground are you going to stand on? I mean, yeah, it's true in the NFL, too. I get it. Actually, no, it's not true in the NFL. The NFL has left it up to the players. Now it was, true it was NFL. true in the NFL, but they did leave it up to the players. Players union finally, finally won that one said it's up to the players, <laughs> whether the players want to get the jab or not. It's up to them. After all, it's their body. Who are you? Who, who is anybody to say you have to get this? 
you you don't have to do a fucking thing you no. don't want to do freedom it's called freedom you want to go outside and mow your lawn go outside and mow your lawn you don't want to don't go out and do it you want to go out and mow in a dress like his dad does go for it not because he's a trainer just because he likes the air conditioning yeah it's easy he calls it a kilt we call it a dress I don't. You call it a dress. <laughs> I call it a kill. Oh. You, you wanna you wanna do something? You wanna fucking I I see that's the part that it just drives me crazy. That's what our forefathers, that's what they founded us. That's what they gave us. They gave us a country that basically, like for instance, I went to a, a customer's house yesterday, had to install these two doors, two motors, whole bit. It was there for a while. And the lady started out in the morning talking to me and she was a uh, very nice lady moved here from Washington, all this other stuff. State, not DC, Washington state. Yeah. Not DC. And she, they originally grew up in the South. She's like, you know, I moved back here cause I just want to be left the fuck alone. I was like, no, no more truer words have ever been said. I just want to be left the fuck alone. How many of you are exactly like that? You just want to be, don't, fuck with me. Just stay over there. You sit in the corner and color you, you do you on my property. You let me do me. How many of you are like that? I bet all of you are, you don't want to be bothered. You don't want people. You don't want the County coming by snapping pictures of your house, doing some stupid shit. Do you remember not more than 200 years ago, every house in this country used to be a farm. And no one locked their doors. They didn't even have locks on their doors. Every house used to be a farm. Every house used to have livestock. Every house used to have hay. Every house used to have chickens. Mm -hmm. Why? Because that's how you lived. What's the difference now? Now the county doesn't let you. Now the government now, says you're not allowed to. You have to be dependent on them. Because you can't be independent. Self-independent. Mm -hmm. Think about it. Even if you're really wealthy. You can't be independent. There are places where you are not allowed to collect rainwater. Why? Seriously, there are states, entire states, where you are not allowed to collect rainwater. Why? It's the law, apparently. That's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. I know. I know. Not allowed it, to collect it, rainwater. It falls from the sky and lands in a bucket and I can't mm -hmm. collect it. You know why? Because here's what they don't want you to know. Here's what they don't want you to understand. Everything is free if you work for it. Water is free if you collect it and distill it. Food is free if you grow it. Shelter is free if you build it. What else do you need? But you have to work for it. And they don't want you to do that. They don't want you to collect rainwater. They want you to pay your water bill so that they can feed you fluoridated water with who, who knows what else in there. They don't want you to grow your own food. They want you to register your garden with the USDA or your farm so that they can tell you that you have to put chemicals on your plants. And then you're forced to go to the grocery store and buy their food. That they've grown in who knows what kind of sludge. They don't want you to build your own, own house. You can't even, Put up another structure on your house, on your property, on your own property without getting permission from the county. You have to get permits and zoning rights. 
before you can build something on your own property. Because they don't want you to know that everything is free. If you work for it, they don't want people to work for it. We used to build homes all the time, folks. Mm -hmm. You'd have a barn raising day, right? You'd go, everyone would go to a barn dance one night. On a, on a Friday or a Saturday, everybody in the community, they'd all get together and hang out and some would play the guitar and some would sing and people would dance and everyone would bring food. It was the original potluck and everyone would have a great time. And then some would say, hey, I need to put an addition on my house tomorrow. And everyone said, all right, we'd be, we'll be there at eight o'clock. And everyone would show up the next day and they would build an addition for someone's house in a day because they were a community, because they worked together because they got stuff done, because they understood that everything is free if you work for it. All it is is time. Is your time valuable? Absolutely. Are you willing to give it up to help somebody else? You should be. I'm giving up my time to help y'all, honestly. The Electro Freedom Electroculture Antennas. You think it takes me more than a minute to make one of those 12 inch ones? It's actually, it's like, I mean, it's a two day process. It takes me a minute to wrap it, but first I go find the wood. I cut it to size. I sand it. I draw a hole on the top and the bottom. I sand it again. I dip it in tongue oil and then I wrap it. Oh, first I mark it as to where it should be. And then I wrap it. And you know what I charge for that? $2. You know why? Because that's what the material costs me. I'm not charging you for my labor. That I'm giving. Because I want everyone to be able to grow their own food. That is my contribution. I am more than happy to put the work in. If you guys will go grow your own food. It's that important. And right now. Someone already took advantage of the, the Wolfcat, Wolfpack promo code. So there is nine. Of course, you can still use the Wolfpack promo code and get 20% off. But nine free 24-inch red coats left. We're going to call it the red coats. Good. Red coats. Yes, I'll change the name. The red coats. So use promo code Wolfpack at electrofreedom.com. No minimum purchase. You can buy just one of those 18 or one of those 12-inch uh, rods antennas for two bucks. Get 20% off with the promo code Wolfpack. Just pay shipping and then you get a free 24-inch antenna. Compliments of our friend from overseas. So I take it he doesn't want to be known. I didn't ask, so I'm not okay. putting it out. All right. That's it. So well, I just want to give my pat on the no, back. No, no, no. I know. I just I don't. Some people, some people yeah. want to know, some people don't. So, you know, it's all good. You want to get hot? I do, even though it's early. I don't give a shit. Yeah, we're going to get high. We're going to get high. Where's the wick? Do you bring the wick in the lighter? I did. It's over here. It's about that time, folks. Mm -hmm. Which one should we play, though? The old one, the original one, the one that I, the one that I, that the Mark Jason Walker oh, crafted. Not that one. No, not that at all. Not even close. Where did I put it? I don't know. Is it in downloads? It might be. What did you do with it? Because we had it yesterday. Um, you had the original yesterday? No, no, no. They, the other, no, I still can't find the original. I have no idea where the original one is. I know that's the one you want to play, but I don't have that one. So I got to find it. I did something with it. Where's the, the other video then? 
I mean, the other one is, uh, is right here. The one we've been playing. Yeah. We'll go to that one. Is right here. Might as well. Fuck it. See? There we go. All right. So you know what time it is. Mm -hmm. Get it ready if you got it. Smoke it up. Let it up. See, it doesn't pull it, though. It pulls us again. Weird. See? In forever, in perpetuity. Um, present. I'm going to have to do it this way. Go to desktop. Yep. Why do I have eight people on history notes on my computer? I don't know. From the kid, I'm sure. Why is he on this computer? I don't know. I haven't seen him on this computer. Oh, it's that. It's right there on the top. The video 2023 922. Under recent? Yeah. There it is. There we go. Look at you. You're so smart. Okay. You'll have that every <laughs> once in a while. Of course, Fly My Chardonnay. You are already a part of the Wolf Pack. Um, okay, so Clary Lou says, are you supposed to wrap the wire a certain way depending on whether you're in the northern or southern hemisphere? Yes, but understand that it works on a flat earth model because the ancients understood that the earth is not a globe so um if you get snow you if, wrap it one way if you don't get snow you wrap it the other way correct exactly so claire in the uk i would say you should probably wrap yours clockwise clockwise for the northern hemisphere counterclockwise for the southern hemisphere so clockwise if you get snow counterclockwise if you don't and there's some discussion about how do you wrap it clockwise, counterclockwise. What I do is I attach the wire at the bottom and then I turn the antenna itself, the stick, clockwise or counterclockwise to wrap it. So when I wrap it clockwise, I turn the stick clockwise. So the wire is staying still. It's the stick that's turning clockwise. Same thing with the other, counterclockwise. So... You're not really wrapping the wire. You're turning the stick and the wire's wrapping around it. It's the best way not to get confused. Exactly. I guess. Yeah. But yes, electroculture is yet another proof of flat earth. <laughs> or we like to believe so at least. I mean... It works on a flat earth model. Go, it's go, based go, off of a flat earth. Go model. ahead and tell um, a, a piece of wood with some copper wrapped around it that it's not supposed to work that way because the earth is a globe. See what happens. It'll start growing a new tree. Right. 
<sighs> so hopefully you're all plenty high. Mm-hmm. What do you want to talk about now? Hmm. We talked about angels and aliens. We didn't really talk about aliens, but okay. I mean, the alien part. Come on. Really? Are they real? E.T. phone home. We already went over that. No. I don't know. Don't know. Don't know. And quite honestly, right now. I don't think they're space aliens. I think they would be interdimensional. Creatures. Entities. But yeah. wouldn't, that be an, wouldn't that be an angel too? Um, There's more than just angels. What do you mean there's more than just angels? I mean, all interdimensional entities aren't just angels. No, I know, but there'd be angels. There'd be a there lot. There are of angels. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because all of them would be considered interdimensional entities. Well, there initially were 300. Oh, that was the other thing I learned. What's that? You know how many angels there were originally? No. 333. Really? You know how many are, you know how many are left now up there? No. 17. Really? 333 original angels, 17 left. The rest of them fell. I was like, well, that seems like really shitty odds. You got 17 against 300 and something. If something tells me they're still not worried. Not really. No, I, I got a feeling that they're not even scared. No. God will give them everything that they need at the time in which they need it. Yeah. But the same way we should be. 333. Like, literally the same way we were taught to live. God will give it to you. It will happen. You will get exactly what you need for the person you're supposed to be. <laughs> and there's none of us that are the same. Mm -hmm. So if none of us are the same, and we're all different to include identi identical twins, identical twins have different likes and different dislikes. So if we're all different based upon personality and everything else, because everyone has a soul, or they did. God's not anymore. God's gonna trust me. He's got you. You're good. If you have a soul, you're good. God will give you what you need when you need it. So anyway, you just have to listen. So 333, and there's 17 left. Mm -hmm. And you seem to be. What are the odds? I mean, the percentages. I mean, what what is the percentage? So there's 316 fallen angels. Yes. And there are 17 now archangels. And four that are able to communicate directly with humans. Gabriel, Michael, Uriel, and a female name. What was it? I want to say it was like Judith or something. Okay. And they can directly communicate. But one I'd not heard of. Yeah, like the way they do. Like through you, four with human vessels. Huh. Interesting. Mm -hmm. So there's like three other people out there right now doing the same shit I'm doing, mm -hmm. except they're probably not talking about it because they think they're crazy. Yes. Okay. Because I thought well, I was crazy for the longest time. Two of them at least have heard us and have reached out to me. Well, no, that's not true. I, I mean, I guess initially because Justin was Uriel's vessel, but. He's gone. So Uriel was pouting for a long time and now he's seeking another. Um, seriously pouting. He got, I got really mad at him and uh, kind of blamed him for Justin's death. 
He didn't take that very well. Well, anyway, it was passed on. <laughs> he didn't like it very much. Um, but uh, I've met Michael's vessel. I mean, he's reached out to me. So, so there's two more of them that are out there doing it, thinking they're fucking crazy. And one would be new because that would be. Oh man, I'd hate to be going through all that shit in the beginning. In the all beginning, over all over. No, sir, because yes, ma'am, mm -hmm. I was I was fucking nuts because I was like, there's no way this is happening. And I was what was you, three years ago. Yeah, but you you initially made your deal with God oh. what some 20 years ago. It was a long time. 25 years ago. Yeah. It just he he uh collected on your debt starting three years ago. I can only imagine going through this three years ago. Uh -huh. Holy shit. Mm. Griff said, but Revelations 5.11, then I looked and heard the voices of many angels numbering thousands upon thousands and 10,000 times 10,000 saying, encircled the throne of the living creatures and the elders. Yes. Uh, sorry. There were initially 333 archangels, sons of God. 333 archangels. There are many levels of angels. There are other angels. There are angels above the archangels. There are four, actually. What are they called? Theophilium. The watchers. The judges. That's actually more technical true. They're not really watchers. No, they're, they're the, judges. the judges. There's four angels above the archangels. They're the judges. They're the Ophelium. And there are 17 archangels currently that are still in good favor with God. There are 316 fallen archangels that are down here on earth, wreaking havoc as we can see. And then there are thousands of lower angels and they can't communicate directly with humans and they cannot really influence our realm very much. They're, they're more like the, the worker bees, as it were. The gilded class, mm -hmm. so to be, so to speak. Your cherubium, your yep. seraphim, your yeah, other classes of angels. Yes. The more soldierly like angels. Yeah. The blue collar angels, you and, know, the ones that actually make everything else the fuck work. Yes. Those guys. Yes. You know, the guys that make your fucking building work, those guys, those are the guys we're talking about. You know, the guys kind of look like me. A lot of them got long beards, kind of look like scruffians, you know, probably not the sort you'd hang out with on a Friday night if you're tipping your That's fucking finger up like that. Interesting question, Liana. Are the four horsemen of the apocalypse the Ophelium? Well, they would be the judges. The so, judges, yes. Because yes. they would judge everything. Mm. Because they would be the ones that judge mm. the actual judges. Mm. They so would... they are the four horsemen of the apocalypse are not Raphael and Gabriel and and no, they're no. they're something, oh, no, that's something separate. different. They are the Ophelium. Because that would make sense. Because the the they would be the ones that judge the pe the ones that judge the judges. Yeah. And they do judge the judges. Yeah. They judge all the, the archangels. Everything they would have done up until that point, they would get judged for. And depending upon whether they followed God's letter of the law to the letter of the law, they will be dealt with as such. And the archangels judge man. Correct. 
and to mm-hmm. tell the archangels judge man so that they'll be judged they'll for. be judged on it's very interesting there's a hierarchy there there is there is a definite class system so and understand that what y'all have been taught about angels grown up it's been embedded into our society like fucking santa claus okay right everybody pictures angels as these happy dainty flighty creatures with you know with strumming harps and think about the the angel that you put on top of your christmas tree if you put an angel up there right the ones that they sell with the 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 pretty ladies with the flowing hair and the wings and the harps and the whole thing let me tell you how much those that pisses the archangels off because that's not them angels are warriors angels are soldiers angels are workers they don't have the same concept of time that we have that's literally the reason for jubilees because they're well from what we can figure well i mean for for jubilees i mean not for the book of jubilees but the fact that a jubilee is 49 years we would never judge time in a jubilee because 49 years is half our life or more right but the angels the angels judge time in jubilees because well no 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 that's not no no no. you're wrong you're wrong stand by hold on time out no you're kind of wrong there because back then there's a good chance that we did come up with the jubilee system because we lived a a lot longer than what they did you know now so the jubilees might be made by man to help us remember key points in history to say oh wait a minute remember remember the third nobody forgets the third jubilee yo nobody does Mm -hmm. just nobody i mean there's some people out you will never forget the third jubilee Mm -hmm. it's like the people out there nobody forgets 9-11 yeah nobody or jfk or exactly challenger so maybe that was their system we just are mistaking it because their lives went a lot longer too you're absolutely right you can't file shit away the reason that angels system or their time is so misconstrued the way i look at it at least the way i understand it for the most part is they live so long the only way they can remember specific times in history is basically by wave tops. Poconot asks, do I think there are always angels or so watching over my life? Absolutely. A thousand percent. I can remember, first off, I can remember everything. I remember every, almost every moment of my life. How many of you guys can say that? It's fucking creepy, actually. There's a lot I wish I didn't remember. But as a child, I'm talking when I was, um, so before we went to London, before we moved to London, when I was a kid, um, we lived in this house that was set behind another house, right? It was like a split driveway and there was a, a space in between. And the old lady that lived in the front house with her daughter used to watch me in the afternoons when my mom was working, uh, when my parents were working, my mom, and my stepdad were working. And there was like a grassy area in between the two houses, kind of a, I mean, there's not a whole lot of grass 
and a tree. And, uh, and I would play out there by myself because the old lady's daughter was much older than me. She was in her twenties and I was five, right? Five or six. Um, and, uh, and I would play there and I would play jacks, like I would play, um, jacks and marbles and, you know, things like that. Games you would generally play with another person. It's really hard to play jacks by yourself. It's a little difficult. It's really hard to play marbles by yourself, but I would never play by myself. I was alone, but I would never play by myself because there was always somebody playing with me. And I remember that very distinctly. There was always somebody with me. I would talk to them. I would have to roll for them, but it was always their score. It was always their turn. So, yeah. And then as I got older, you know, they call me crash for a reason when I was a kid. As soon as I got my license, I crashed my first car. Like as soon as I got my license, I crashed my first car. And then as soon as I got my car back, I crashed it again. <laughs> and I legitimately should have died both times. Walked away without a scratch. And then I got even older and I moved out, moved out of my own and I was working, I was living in Colorado and I was working at the mall, um, running a little store called Pacific Sunwear. Like a, it was a mom and pop PacSun. PacSun eventually bought them out. And the first time this happened, I was on my lunch break and I was known for, I would walk through the mall reading a book. Okay. Whatever I was compelled to read at that time, I would walk through the mall reading a book and I would be dodging in and out of people like I could see people you know, but I was actively reading a book. This is before cell phones were a thing. You didn't have a fucking, you know, whatever, stupid box in your hand all the time. I was reading a book. And this woman bumped into me and understand, I never bumped into anybody, like never once. As I'm walking through a crowded, busy mall, reading a book, I never, I always knew where everyone was. I never bumped into anyone, but this lady bumped into me and it was almost like it was deliberate. And I stopped because she was the only one, like I had no concept that she was there. Like I didn't sense her in any way, shape or form as having been in my vicinity when she bumped into me, which had never happened to me with anybody before. I don't know where inanimate objects are because that's why I always bump into them, but I always know where people are and animals. I can always sense people and animals around me. And this woman I couldn't sense. And she looked at me and she said, you will bring a lot of people to the light. And I looked at her like she was fucking crazy. And I was like, oh, okay, whatever. And I kept walking on. And I went to work. And then about six months later, it happened again, but with somebody else. Another guy, a guy this time, came up to me. And I was actually sitting outside of a little cafe. I was in Denver. And I was drinking a smoothie and eating a sandwich. And this guy just, he came up to me and he sat down at like, you know, little iron table kind of a thing, two chairs, you know, I was by myself, never met him, never saw him before. He just sat down at the table with me and he looked at me and he goes, you're going to bring a lot of people to the light. And I looked at him and I said, you're the second person that's told me that. And I have no idea what you're talking about. And he said, you'll find out. And he got up and he walked away. Okay. No idea what that meant. And then about four years ago, I was now we're married, you know, our kids bef just before COVID happened, I was at Kroger 
and I was in the dairy aisle. No joke, y'all. I remember every moment of my fucking life. It's so annoying. I was in Kroger in the dairy aisle and I just come out of work and I was wearing a, a little pencil skirt and a blouse and a, a black sports coat jacket, what I'd worn to work. And my neck was all knotted up and whatnot. And this giant, giant, giant man walks up to me. I mean, he's like six foot seven. He looks like a fucking football player. Giant black man with a bald head walks up to me and he goes, you're going to bring a lot of people to the light. And I said, man, I haven't had someone tell me that in decades, at least 10 years, maybe 15, 20 at this point. And he goes, you're really stiff. Can I give you a massage? And I was like, are you a masseuse? And he goes, I can help relieve a lot of that tension. And I'm standing in the dairy aisle at Kroger and this giant, giant man, literally like twice the size of me, I've never seen him before, starts massaging my shoulders and my neck in the middle of the dairy aisle at Kroger. Okay. Giant black man. And when I tell you, like as, as soon as he just, he put his fingers in a couple points and everything just melted away. And She's trying to get me into one of those fights, you know, no, where the guy with the girl turns never. around and goes, babe, he just slapped my ass. What are you going to do? No, <laughs> I, I don't. And it was just, it was, but it was like, it was incredible. And understand our, like our Kroger, you didn't go in there and, and you didn't see anyone you didn't know. Right. Did you ever walk into Kroger and see a strange face? Like, honestly, and I was in Kroger every day because I bought food every day because I had boys. And this is before I started growing our food. Um, that's someone you don't miss seeing. I mean, he, he was six foot seven and easily 350 pounds of solid muscle with a bald, shiny black head. You didn't, and just the sweetest, most angelic face you've ever seen. You didn't miss this man. I couldn't, I never saw him before. Never saw him since. And I was in that Kroger every single day. So do I feel like angels have followed me, watched me my entire life? Most definitely. And I can pinpoint the times where I feel like they've directly interceded, tried to change my path, moved me along, or just repeated something that stuck with me that I've never, never understood until recently. But uh, was very important. That kind of makes more sense. It does. It makes a lot more sense now. Makes a lot more sense. What else y'all got? Someone was asking about underwater civilizations. You oh, think Atlantis. That's a thing? Atlantis. Well, was it? Did, I was thinking more like mer people, but okay. Uh, nah, nah, no, Atlantis. It's obviously you go straight to Atlantis. Atlantis, the most famous underwater city that you've never seen before. <coughs> Everybody goes to that. So it's Atlantis. Yeah. Do I believe in that? See, this is my point. Was Atlantis just, I mean, if, if drowned out in the flood? If, if we're going to be fair about this, right? Load another bowl? Well, I'm going to burn off what's there. Um, just because it's like 420. It is. So I don't load another bowl. Just wanted to kill what we have. In all fairness, if we're going to look at any conspiracy theory, 
if you believe in conspiracy theories and you believe you're truly a fair and free person, then you have to admit at some level, all conspiracies are true. All of them are at some level. You don't have to admit right off the bat. I mean, everything comes from something where you have there's to, smoke. There's fire. My mother told me that a long time ago. You have to at least propose the idea, at least listen to it, hear what they have to say and go from there. But you can't just shut off a conspiracy because it sounds Ludicrous. absolutely fucking ridiculous. I mean, you can, but you must let the conspiracy at least be out there. So, because if we're truly free and fair people, then you can believe whatever the fuck you want. You want to believe that this government's doing the greatest thing for you? Go over to CNN. You'll be fine right there. <laughs> You want to believe this government's out to get you and that the only people that can stop it is Donald Trump. Go to Fox. You want to believe uh, that would be Ron DeSantis. I would think, cause they don't like Trump either. If you believe that this government's out of fucking control, that this government's been out of control, that it it's been doing nothing but trying to neutralize its own citizens in every way, shape or form. Stay here. Because that's what we talk about. That's where my issue is. It's not about left or right. It's not about blue or red. Yeah, I pick on liberals a lot because they're the most retarded. But it's Republicans too. Well, they're two wings of the same bird. We're thinking with the same brain. It's just about time that the American people start fuck starting this chicken because I'm telling you, if we don't, we're screwed. Mm-hmm. Because we're the ones that are going to save us. There's nobody coming. We don't have anybody else. We we have us. We either do this and take care of business, business, as I would put it, or we might not have much of a republic left because that's the scary part. We don't have one now. That's the scary part. Yes. Okay. Always. You know the time, fuckers. Mm-hmm. You got it. Hit it. It's from the bone. What was it? Uh, I, I did see something about that, uh, <coughs> Liana. I just heard that old uh, Jeffrey's Island got bought uh, by some French consulting firm um, out of um, Marseille, France. And uh, they bought it for four hundred and twenty million, I think. The whole island. There were two uh, private investment bankers from the U.S. that were trying to buy it, and they even offered over that amount, and they refused both of their offers because they are backed. Their money was backed by conspiracy theorists, oh. and they were going to let them on the island first. Mm-hmm. 
I was like, damn, if they had gotten that and we got a chance to get on that island and we found tunnels, folks, holy fucking shit. That'd have been awesome. I'm just saying. Bear City said, free energy. I can put stuff together, but I don't have a lot of time for trial and error. Anyone making some strides with it? Anyone been testing any free energy devices? How's it going? You mean like solar or uh, no, like hydrogen electric or hydroelectric? I don't know. I mean, why not try a hydroelectric? That's what I would do. If I were going to do anything, I would try and move water from one source to another, move it at enough speed that it can generate power from a, a well because it'll go 24-7. How did the ancients do it? Because you know they had power. You know they had energy. You know they did. They wouldn't have had all those copper antennas on top of all of their buildings if yeah, they didn't no have shit. energy. How did they do it? That's how we need to find out. How did Tesla do it? That's Tesla was the last guy that knew about this shit. Mm -hmm. Tesla was like the last one to be a master, I guess you could say, of Antiquitech. I guess we would have to ask Donald Trump since his uncle took possession of most of Tesla's notes after he died. There's that too. Weird how that all goes back to Weird Trump. how that all works out, isn't it? Yeah, that's odd. Literally, John Trump cleared out, if you guys didn't know, cleared out Tesla's apartment when he died, even before the authorities could get there and took possession of all of his notes and ideas and things like that. Trunks full. Mm -hmm. So... The Terramar project, well, going back to underwater things. Well, that's interesting because, um, and uh, TWF was saying that there's something in Russia, the deepest lake they have. There's an underwater society in the deepest lake in Russia. It's an interesting concept. I, see, I, I know of the... Yeah, what... I know there's something else there, but I, I didn't know about a underwater city per se. Johnson. I knew I knew of something else that was there though. Mm, and maybe later at a later date when we're all in person and mm, okay. Oh that never mind. Probably not. No. Okay. Have you been there? No. Okay, then never mind. That's not what I thought. I thought the FBI turned it over to him because he was at Princeton and they couldn't understand it. Um, the F well, the story, the narrative is that the FBI requested that he go and get it before they even went in there because they didn't think they would have the ability to understand it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what you call a cover-up after the fact, by the way. That's how you twist the truth to make it sound. To fit the narrative. To fit the narrative. Correct. So, underwater bases. I mean, is there a dumb under the deepest lake in Russia? I don't know. Interesting. 
John said, I heard that there's a technology that taps Earth's energy and convert it to alternative current. Anyone who uses this uh, gets it torn out by the feds. It's Antiquitech. That is Antiquitech. And Mark Jason Walker said, electromagnetics, there is no gravity. We just had that whole conversation last night at the dinner table about mm. gravity. What is gravity being? It is a theory. It is a theory. And they gave it a, a mathematical equation. Yes. What was that? E equals MC squared. No, 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 no. That's that's not gravity. It was uh, what? It was something times point oh, nine, no, no, blah no. blah blah, whatever. Oh no, it's two point seven five feet per second. That's called velocity. Uh huh. Gravity. Okay, but there that's was some, called velocity. Some formula you were talking about with the kid for gravity, literally at the dinner table last night. It was like times. So I don't know. I was like, you just made that number up. Where did you get that from? I don't know. They apparently associated a mathematical formula and said that proves gravity. No, it was, oh, no, it was the 3.194. He was trying to say that, oh, yeah, if you, you take this fictitious number, which, I, again, I, that was the question. Yeah, I asked I like, the you question. You just made that number up. Like, Where'd where, you get that number from? Where, where'd the number come from? Yeah. I was like, he was, he was trying to argue with me saying that, no, 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 they proved it, Dad. They, they proved gravity. I said, when? It's a theory. They've never proved it. He said, why? I said, because what's the number? What is the weight measurement? What is the component? How do we measure it? He goes, what do you mean? I said, gravity. How do you measure it? We might be plus gravity here. We might not be negative gravity here, but I don't know how to measure it. So I can't tell you that. He was like, well, they already figured it out with this by this. I was like, but what is gravity? That is two other, you just gave me mass and density. And you gave me this 3.149, it's like 3.14944 something. I, I was like, okay, I, I've seen the equation. Yes, that all works, but that does not equal gravity. That equals that mass times that density equals not gra that's not gravity that's mass and density together gravity we have no idea what gravity is you hey you know what sparky are you in here still because you're a smart motherfucker tell me something what is one gravity way just just one I'm asking. I don't know if he's in here. So uh, if you're in here, just let us know. I just want to know what one gravity weighs. Cause I'm, you know, I've, I've heard of shit before that, you know, weighs some weird shit. But I've never, ever heard anybody say what one gravity weighs. Yes. So, anyway. One atmosphere. You see, that's different. That's going underneath. Keep sure said, look at my ex's ass and tell me there's no gravity. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Don't, hey. Don't hold back. Holy <sighs> shit. Yes. I just, uh, I, that shit, that, that shit just 
drove me crazy. And nobody, nobody can give me an answer to that. And I was just like, all right, so that eliminates your argument that the earth is round then because your argument, the reason that we stay on the spinning ball, according to your theory is because gravity, because we're spinning at 666,000 miles or million miles per hour. In a, in just a weird, somehow we only cross the equator in 24 hours. If that happens when something goes off, how does it ever get back? And and then we're spinning around this other orange thing that's going around, that goes around us, but we don't go around it, which is weird. Um, yeah, it just, the whole thing doesn't make sense. It never has to me, honestly. See, Their because explanations make no sense for anything. You just have to open your eyes. Just don't seriously stop just accepting everything at face value. Like, and you know, the other thing that good old Gabe said to me this week when, really? uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you gonna go like that. Wow. <laughs> Just for fun. Because um, you, you know I we're going to hear about it. I know I did it on purpose. <laughs> Is that uh, he said I was blowing people's minds with my reading of the good book. My explanations of it at night, like what I gleaned from it. And I was like, but it's right there in black and white. Like, how come no one else sees it? He says, well, most people don't think like you. Like, no one else really thinks like you do. Well, okay. Why not? Why do you just accept things? It's literally laid out there for you in, in black and white, in, in concepts, follow the steps. If you can't go from A to B to C to D in a straight line, there's something wrong. Like, look at something and stop associating what everyone else has always told you that it's supposed to mean. And just read it. Look at it with open eyes. I I don't think you have a problem with this audience. I know. Because they've already done that. I know. The problem is the ones that refuse to even look. And there's enough people out there. They're smart people. I, they're literally really smart people out there. They have re- refused to even look at it. And it makes you wonder why. Why are you not even going to consider this being a, for instance, let's take vaccines. Just take a simple one. Vaccines. There's a lot of smart people out there. There's a lot of smart people that know numbers better, way better than I do, way better than she does, way better than we all do, right? Yet, man, they're just not willing to talk about this. They are not willing to even bring it up as even a possibility. Like, what is the thing that has changed that has caused all these rapid onset cancers? What is it that has changed that has caused all these rapid deaths that we've just seen happening everywhere? Heart attacks, myocarditis, blood clots, thrombocytopenia, brain fog, dementia, Alzheimer's, strokes. You know, when when you 
at a tenfold to thousandfold increase. And then you look at that and you say, what's, what's changed? What's what, different? What's different? What's changed? Oh shit. We got a jab, but they will not admit that. And you know, they're smart. These people have been in school their whole entire lives. They've spent their whole fucking entire existence in school. You know the people I'm talking about. I, I'll give you an example. I'll give you a perfect example. Okay? My brother. Okay? You know how... Which one? Because you have three of them. My oldest brother. Oh, so... You know how, I, I think Leanna talked about Maverick as the naval aviators, um, you know, the <laughs> top gun types, all right? Let me tell you about some top gun types, all right? My brother, when he graduated high school, he was, he got selected went into the Naval Academy when he graduated from the Naval Academy with a degree in aerospace engineering, by the way. Um, he flew F-14s for the Navy. That's what he did. He did it all the way till he made a lieutenant commander. He made lieutenant commander. And he decided that he was going to get out. Because he didn't want to ride a desk. Because after that point, they won't let you fly. Well, Not he could so fly, but it wasn't going to be like definite hours in the air. And uh, it's basically at that point, it's not that you're grounded, but now you become more of a leader and all this other shit. And it, it really sucks. He didn't want to do that. Fine. I get it. So he got out and his only job option at the time was basically go fly, fly Airbuses, you know, around the U.S., you know, flying the big planes, the 747, 737, 727, whatever, 707, all the way up. Um, and he was, didn't want to do that either. So uh, he went back to school for like the next, <coughs> I don't know. It had to have been, it was like 20 years. It was like my whole military career. He was in school the whole time I was in the military. Um when he was finally done, he's now got two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I think he's got eight bachelor's degrees. He's got uh, four masters, two PEs, both in physical engineering, aerospace engineering, and his third CE, which is critical infrastructure engineering with a minor in electrical engineering. And how many shots does he have? Oh, geez, eight, 12, 14. I don't know. Um, <laughs> All of them. Pretty much. All He's gotten every single one of them. Um, so, and then on top of that, he now has a doctorate in prosthetics. Mm -hmm. He he literally is going to be paying for college for the rest of his fucking life. And his kids are going to be paying for his college after that. Um but, you know, he's got all these great papers he hangs on the wall. It, wonderful. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're overeducated. You're uber-educated. Get it. Uber got it. Uber-indoctrinated. And he was that top, top gun generation. Mm -hmm. He was that top gun generation. Okay? Just give you a hint. I'm telling you. 
I met these guys. These guys are all pencil pocket protecting wearing nerds. They are straight up fucking nerds. It's no joke. And my brother is a perfect example of that. And all of that shit. And what does he do now? He makes prosthetics. Robot operated prosthetics that meld with your mind. He is going to connect a, a prosthetic leg in your through back. AI into your brain. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because when he found out I was paralyzed because I couldn't feel one of my legs initially, mm-hmm. all of a sudden there was all these options. Came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, no, no. No, we're not cutting my leg off as a science experiment. That ain't mm-hmm. happening. Nope. Did you tell him that you got the feeling back in your foot? No. No? Oh. Send a text to my dad. No. Maybe I'll have to share that video with him. No, it was a little weird. It was, wasn't it? Yeah. I'd tingle for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's fun, so much fun to tickle him now. It's oh, <laughs> I don't like it at all. Well, now I get it. Now, now I get it. I don't like it at all. You're right. You're right. Too old for that shit. Do that shit to me. <laughs> yes. Not five. Fuck you. Exactly. Thank you. I hate being tickled. Hey, that, I when, hate when was the last tickled. time I did it? Yeah, it's not since you got the feeling back. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Tell you what. Yeah, I don't like that shit at all. <laughs> fuck that. Especially on that foot because that's weirder than fuck uh-huh. already. Yep. You know. I remember. I, so get this. <laughs> this is going to make you laugh your ass off. So <laughs> oh God. it was a couple of nights after that, right? We had Seamus in the bed with us. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Remember Seamus turned around, laid. Yes. He started licking my foot in the middle of the night. <laughs> and I kicked him right in the fucking face. Understand Seamus doesn't normally sleep in the bed with us because he's just too fucking big, right? Especially now. Now that was some six months ago. So he was probably three inches shorter and, you yeah, know, 20, 20 pounds lighter than he is right now. So now he really doesn't sleep in the bed with us. Um, Annie likes to, to jump up and spoon with me. She literally just like got up and spooned with me this morning. It was so cute. But uh, Annie generally sleeps in the bed. Um, and, uh, but this night, Annie, for whatever reason, decided to go sleep on Seamus's bed. And Seamus was like, fine, I'll go sleep in the big bed. <laughs> he did. Seamus will lick you all the time. Seamus constantly has to lick you. He's like, I mean, Seamus constantly will lick you if you let him. He will not stop. You have to like make him stop. It's insane. He He gets like random licks in and then he sticks his nose up your ass and just goes like that. (laughs) (laughs) We call him sodomy dog. I said that to Gabriel the other day. I was like, all right, you know what? I'm still waiting on the sodomy geese. And he goes, I gave you a fucking sodomy dog. <laughs> Ask and you shall receive, apparently. Maybe not oh, yeah. the same breed or animal you wanted, but hey, he got the point across. Yeah. He's like, you kept asking for it. Here, fine. Fine. Here Deal with go. it. And what'd you find this morning? I do stay away from the geese. What'd you find this morning? Hmm. Oh, this morning you find your little girl's nose buried directly up your ass. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Oh, that's not what I heard. What? When she spooned with me? 
No, this morning when uh. you, before we got up, started doing the oh, lawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you were like, "Oh, I thought that was shameless." <laughs> I was like, "What are you doing with your nose up my ass? Get out of my ass!" <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Apparently, you got a gerbil up there or something, huh? Apparently, man. Richard Gere would be impressed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we're just off the rails. I can't believe you went there. Oh <laughs> wow. Okay. What that Richard Gear was shoving gerbils up his ass? Exactly. Well, is that not just a conspiracy theory? Is it? I mean, that was what, 25 years ago? Yeah. So how long has the degradation of America been going on as a, a slippery slope? It started started way up here. It took us a long time to get to where we are now. Richard Gear was just a one little bump in that Precursor. long road. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Downfall of society and mankind. Yeah. So are you guys prepared for the fall? And this time I don't mean the autumn. So the fall fall. The fall. The fall of man. The yeah. fall of society. The fall of the fall of everything. And I don't just mean America either. Everywhere. Save Israel for last, though. I wonder if maybe that's where I'm supposed to send my books. I'm, I wonder if I'm supposed to send them to my friend in Israel. I'm sure when that time comes, He'll you'll get me. your and I'll get my instructions very specifically. <sighs> so I have to write two books. He said, so get, much fun. He said get clay pots. So he did I, say get clay pots. I don't think he means for them to go anywhere. Oh, true. True. That sounds kind of permanent. Mm -hmm. Wow. Do I send them to the pots or do the pots come to me? We'll have to talk to always in Texas. That's true, too. Well, we, we have to go to Texas and get a cow soon. So, so, although it'll take her a while to make them. But hey, yes, a long dark winter is coming, Oilman. You're absolutely right. Makes you wonder. Mm. It's, it, you have to wonder about this. You all need to go back and read the Q post. Maybe that's what we'll do next Sunday. Maybe we'll read some Q posts. Oh, we haven't done a Q show in a while. We have not done a Q show in a while. Maybe we'll just go through and start reading Q posts next Sunday. Because I think we're about there. We'll have to figure out how we bring up the Q posts on the screen. I can share the screen and just run it through Q app. Okay. And we'll just read them. Is that still up? Yeah. QAGG. Yeah, QAGG.news is down, but Q apps alert is up. Okay. Scratch is out. Scratch is out. So, so don't forget, y'all. Freedom Gardens Electroculture, electrofreedom.com. Promo code WOLFPACK gets you 20% off. And the next nine orders using promo code WOLFPACK will also get a free 24-inch red coat compliment of our friend overseas who is paying it forward. And I'm going to teach him how to do it himself. So. There you go. Yep. Too so, easy electrofreedom.com promo code wolfpack 20% off no minimum purchase order you can buy a $2 green thumb get 20% off where you basically just pay for shipping um, and you get a, a complimentary 24 inch red coat that's not even on the website yet yep so yep you basically spend two dollars and you get well plus shipping is minimum shipping and handling is ten dollars okay it's ten dollars if your order is i think under fifty dollars and it's um fifteen dollars if your order's over fifty dollars i think that's how it's set up 
something like that. Okay. Yeah. Well, whatever. Yep. So, boom. That's actually a pretty good deal, I would say. Always in Texas says our latest uh, three daydreams laser to things she sends us the pots. Okay. Huh. Sounds good. Interesting. Mm -hmm. mm. It's amazing. You know, sometimes it, it doesn't. It doesn't amaze me so much as humble me to see how we've all been brought together for very specific purpose, for, for plans, for, I mean, very specific things that we've been told to do and we don't know why. And then someone else has given up some uh, seemingly unrelated purpose and they interconnect like this. It, it just, it, it humbles me how he's brought us all together to finish out his plan. I, I got to be honest with you. We, everywhere we've gone, we've always found a reason why we were supposed to be there. Not mm -hmm. that we just chose to go there. No, especially. Yeah. in our travels most definitely. Yeah. Yeah. We've always found a reason why we're supposed to be there, what we're supposed to witness, what we're supposed to give, I maybe give testimony to in the future. Mm -hmm. Oil man, oil man says, love the show. Didn't know you guys did Sundays. Oil man, we broadcast every single day, every single day of the week. Well, Mick doesn't do Saturdays. I do Saturdays, but um, Monday through Friday at 8.30 AM, I do the good book for 30 minutes right before Liana comes on. Um, where I read the Bible, start with prayer, I end up doing about 15 minutes of Bible reading. Then we close out and we discuss it in the evenings on the Patriot Party podcast, which generally starts at six. Well, tomorrow, um, tomorrow we need to cut out a little bit early. Do you want to start the show a little bit early like we do on Tuesdays or do you want to start regular and cut out early? Why? Because I'm doing conservative Patriot network at eight. There was some confusion on time. So. I don't know what my tomorrow looks like. Well, right let's now, start the so. show at the regular time. And we'll just cut out early, honestly, since we've kind of been saying fuck the news anyway. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. We can do that. Yeah. Okay. Um, so Patriot Party Podcast at 545, except on Tuesdays, starts at 515, 15 minutes of music for the pre-show. And then we go into the show at six or on Tuesdays at 530. And then on Saturdays, I do Freedom Gardens at 1 p.m. with Heather, 1 p.m. Eastern. Uh, and then on Sundays, we do True Spiracy at 2 p.m. Eastern. So broadcast every single day. We're here all the time. Yep. True. Always yep, got yep. something going on. Yeah. So either way. Except next Saturday, Heather and I are doing a big yard sale, so we're not doing the show next Saturday. So we are clearing out the pool house so that we can work in there. Because I need a place to box up orders and, you know, store the finished rods and things, things like that. The pool house, I think, is going to be that place, place someplace to work in the rain. Um, but right now there's a bunch of crap in there that I need to sell. So, and the farm down the street is having a, an event next Saturday and everybody has to drive past our yard. 
and hence our yard sale to get to said event with all their children, with all of our toys lined up out there and books and all kinds of good stuff. Just enough to piss the neighbor off. I love it. Well, love it. I'm doing it on the side yard down by, down by the water. Cause it's just now, especially now that the yard started to recede, it just, it has a lot more space. So, yep. um, so yeah, so it, it won't be that, that bad, but, uh, so yeah, so next Saturday, no freedom gardens, but after that going forward. So, all right. Yep. Okay. So anyway, we done. Yeah, I think so. I think we've rambled on long enough. Don't you? Three hours. Know. We got to go to my mom's for dinner, pick up the children. Do we have to? Yes. They have school tomorrow. I know, right? Shit. All right. Well, y'all right. fuckers have a great night. Mm -hmm. uh, till then, for the Mick. And V-Lynn. We'll see you later. We'll see you back here tomorrow night, 545 for the pre-show, 6 p.m. for the regular show. And get the fuck out of here, babe. Yeah. Thanks for watching, y'all. Peace. Have a great night. Six feet 